this is the bottom of the bill, you know? <laughs> yeah, my, my mic sitting on a, a silver tone bass amp from 20 years ago I that's collecting dust. Love that. It's fucking awesome. Um, all right, well, it's, <coughs> excuse me. I don't have COVID, but I am getting over it currently. I so. Do. You have COVID? Yeah. Oh, you're just asymptomatic? No, I just want to share with everybody. Okay. <laughs> I'm, that guy. Yeah. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a share. <laughs> I'm a share. Yeah, he's a giver. I'm a giver. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Uh, welcome, everybody, to another edition of Bottom of the Bill. We've got uh, a new dynamic we're trying today with the Zoom call. We got the Hearst Brothers in from Toronto, Canada. Uh, oh, or uh, Mark, you're in, uh, you're in Buffalo. Buffalo. That's right. So we got Mark and Johnny here, the Hearst brothers. That's Southern Canada. So yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Hearst brothers are. Um, uh, they have a, a, a music a, a podcast called the Hearst Brothers Music Review. Uh, uh, yeah, it's New Music Review, right? Hearst Brothers New okay. Music Review podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, they're the producers of the nonprofit uh, concert series, Hearst Brothers Concert for the Blind as well as having just released a new album or about to release a new EP, uh, Groove Town. I got all that right? Boom. You nailed it. Fucking nailed it, bro. Hey, That's man. it. <laughs> um, so, uh, by the way, the, uh, the newest single, is it, is it Nah or was it uh, Lakeside that was the newest one? Lakeside just came out um, February, or, uh, January 1st. New Year's. Okay, awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, make sure. Uh, uh, so the, the album or the EP drops February 1st, right? That's right. Okay. Yep. So currently, though, in the meantime, you guys can check out their uh, singles, Lakeside and Nah, available on all platforms, I believe. Pretty much. Yep. It's everywhere. Dope. And you guys got uh, music videos, too. Is it, I think we, I, I watched at least the one for Nah earlier today, which is a fun video. I dig that. Thank you. Ooh, thank yeah, you. thank you. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And then the other ones are in progress. Okay, cool. Awesome, man. So um, let's talk a little bit about the album and, uh, you know, the whole what inspired it and message and all that stuff. All that yeah, good of course. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll start it off and then yeah. uh, pass it on to you, John. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, we, we started really music years back. We've been playing for ages. And then blossomed into like this concert for the blind our youngest youngest Hearst brother um ha- has a, a syndrome which causes him to have this progressive blindness so we, we started raising a bunch of money for charity um and then we kind of turned that into like well we should really start creating our own music like we're really creative people in all aspects of life um John has like a pretty sweet like rapping hip-hop background um he's pretty like super good at freestyles has this really cool like classified style like uh the the canadian rapper style rapping um and then we kind of blended our our like love for like rock and and and, like music like where you're like guitars and and bass and drums and and put like hip-hop to like rock music and and created this ep so that's what we have coming up for you guys (laughs) awesome i i was actually that was one of my questions i know this is every band's favorite question uh how would you describe your music like what's the oh, style yeah. we he, just talked about yeah, this hard-hitting whole... question yeah <laughs> Ooh, i feel like everyone probably says the same thing that like oh we're super unique and it's so hard to describe like how do you put us in a box but that's like one of the biggest struggles that we have if we're trying to market our music or or submit it to playlists it's like where does it fit is it 
alternative? Is it alternative hip hop? Is it, you know, this weird fusion between funk and rock and, and rap? And it's just honestly, like, I don't even try to think too much about that anymore. It's more so like we just make music that we find a fun to create and then fun to recreate on a live basis. I think that's one of the things that's yeah a little bit unique is that although it, it, it might lean towards hip hop from a lyrical and vocal perspective, we want it to be really easily uh, replicated in a live scenario so that we could show up, we could play a show and you could see us and our drummer, like expecting kind of your classic cover band to come out. And then this like weird blend of hip hop comes out. Right. Right. Now I noticed that this is, uh, this, uh, or Lisa, the two the two songs on this uh, EP that are out now are different than the stuff you've released in the past. This has a much more of the hip hop element to it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, we're we're like not even two years into the journey of learning how to record, and and I know you're a musician as well, Anton. So so you would understand like that's a huge learning curve, um, especially doing everything in house. So when we first started, I was just trying to figure out how to actually record, how to produce, how to write, and kind of lent towards the like more of an indie rock, kind of oceany rock style of music. Cause I almost almost because it was easier. And then once I felt like we had the skills and I had the knowledge to do to be more creative with it, then we started thinking, well, like what do we actually want to make? So this new stuff that we're releasing now and then we've got like 10 songs in the hopper that we're working on. They all share that kind of more, more hip hop element, more, um, yeah, just, just a little bit more unique than your standard, like, I'm going to write a song. Yeah, totally. Totally. No, I dig it, man. I love, I love the production quality on it, too. I think all the, all the production ideas are really uh, creative, the way you're able to mesh. Like, it's almost like you guys listen to Dirty Heads at all. Yeah, okay. yeah, and, and we've had that um, called out a couple of times. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even like, I, I, like say like a call out in like a negative ways. I, I like, I like the Dirty Heads. Oh, not at all. It, it's like, a, it's like a it reminds me of like early Dirty Heads meets I don't know some like like indie rock, like maybe like the Killers or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's dope, man. I, I really dig it for sure. It's uh. It's funny that you say, like, not a call out in a negative way, because we've had this multiple times on our podcast, like, we'll have a band come in and we'll relate them to, you know, another band and be like, oh, they sound really similar to this. And like, thinking it's such a positive thing. Oh, no. <laughs> and then and then people like, we've chatted with them after and they were like, weren't happy about it. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, no, like, that's a huge compliment yeah. from my from my standpoint. Hell yeah. So, but it is funny, like, if you if anyone ever told me, you know, you're related, you sound like the dirty heads or something. I'd be like, oh, sweet, man. Like, yeah, totally. You know, that's a, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. So thank you. I do appreciate that. And, and they're super successful too. So it's like, yeah, dope. That's what we sound like. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I sound like this like really famous band. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you kind of want to sound like somebody too, because otherwise it's so hard just talking about music without any sort of uh, <laughs> like analogy. Yeah. Be like, what do you sound like? You're like, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like trash cans that I recorded in my mom's basement. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the talking heads yeah. having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> but in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. In a, in a, good in way. a positive way. Yeah. Positive yeah. Way. So bad. Um, well, what was this, uh, well, what's the process been like uh, releasing this music in, in you know, the current uh, 
current times. I mean, you guys are obviously in both two different locations, uh, and um, and with the COVID stuff going on, it's not really easy to tour. I'm curious as to just what the process has been like in this situation. Yeah, yeah, that certainly puts a bit of a hindrance on any sort of plans for playing live, which is what this was written with the intention to do. So, um, yeah, it's, it's taken a bit of a step. As we mentioned earlier before the recording, like both Mark and I work full-time jobs. So we don't have a, a team and we don't have a shit ton of time to do all the stuff you need to do. I think if you want to, you know, really promote yourself. So we've been trying our best to, you know, join podcasts or get out there and, and send some emails out and build an email list and all the good stuff. But it's really a kind of a half-baked effort. Um, and I'm sure you can appreciate like that. That is a full-time job in itself to try to brand and market your work. So, Oh my God. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's insane. So we've been trying and we put in, you know, I put in like an hour every night or so, or a couple hours here and there and try to do what we can submit it to playlists and radio stations and all that good jazz. But it's, uh, it's certainly tough. And and we're not the only ones that are feeling it too, right? There's a million other artists doing the exact same thing that we are right now. Oh my God, it's such a it's such a um, saturated industry, and right now, like yeah, like all of all of those different mediums uh, or outlets for for that creativity is like gone. So we're it's like not only oversaturated, but now we're all like using the same exact medium, trying to <laughs> yeah, like yeah. reach all these different people. So it's wild, man. I, I feel you. Question for you. Have you, I, I know you said you, you're in a band and you're working on your, uh, pro, is it Side Hustle? Side yeah. Hustle, yeah, it's our band, yeah. Yeah, it's our band. That's amazing. Have you guys had, or or if you have, have you had any experience with using TikTok as a medium? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're, we, we are currently on TikTok and I've, you know, uh, between the podcast and, and my personal stuff and then the band stuff, it's, just, it's been hard to like, balance all that but tiktok right now is definitely a platform that we're gearing up to really start taking very seriously just because sony i think signed like a 50 billion dollar deal with them to music licensing rights last like a, year like a, yeah like a year ago. yeah like a year ago um and then something like 86 percent of the new consumers are discovering music through tiktok so you know you wow. got, yeah it's wild how, how do you discover music with some lady like just screaming over it talking about god knows what but then there's like a song in the background like oh i love this song though it just goes to show where people are where, where our culture's at right now oh, yeah, that's that's the culture of uh <laughs> yeah t- attention span of the younger generation is w- like five to ten seconds tops totally i will say though uh if you listen to uh i can't remember the radio station that's in jacksonville here in florida uh the, there's a it's like the like the pop top forty or whatever. I'll be on TikTok and like oh I keep on seeing someone using this song. Three months later, it's on the radio. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me that this song got famous from TikTok and now it's on the radio? Yeah, totally. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I, it was actually I watched the um for the first time in a long time. I watched like the New Year's Eve like Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve or whatever, and they brought out all of these performers that from the same thing their song got famous on tiktok yeah and i'm watching it and i'm like who the fuck is this guy and he comes out and like the first two minutes of the song i'm like i have no idea what's going on and then there's that little 10 second click that i'm like 
Oh, I've heard this song a million (laughs) times on TikTok. Now I know why he's here. Yeah. Right now, uh, uh, Thundercat, them them changes. Yeah. And they're doing like, have you seen, you've seen it like a hundred times, right? Yeah, but Thundercat is so sick. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Way before TikTok. I love that guy. Uh, For sure. But that's like my base idol. Yeah. And I'm really, really happy that, you know, somebody that's like, deserving of it getting you know famous or not famous off of it but like getting plays off of it yeah i mean it's 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 working for 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 all for artists across the board it's working for talented people but also for not so talented people but (laughs) i mean it's whatever it's it's a new medium it's a new grind i respect that i respect that hustle too i'm trying to like figure out my way uh and the band's way into that uh stream of consciousness i've already got it figured out let's just go to a place where there's a bunch of golden retriever puppies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, then, you've already got me. All uh, right. Maybe maybe fisheye lens, sixty seconds, and then just blast our song over it. Yeah. And then be like, oh, I love this song and puppies. Nailed I'm listening it. to it. Yeah. Uh, and seriously, be like, play this song over your puppy, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're fucking you're famous. Start that new trend. Yeah. And hashtag yeah, it. Yeah. You just start some puppy trend or some dance trend or like something so s- simple, but. Yeah, not because who knows what the algorithm is. That's the whole thing. I, I, right? I'm with you, man. Couple golden retriever puppies in there. I, I was saying that, get famous. or like maybe just I don't know, just outsource to a couple of porn stars a big tits. Yeah, <laughs> maybe to have that. Yeah. for sixty seconds. Okay. And be like, you like this song? Like, I don't know what it is about the song, but I really like it right now. We have yeah. that. We have that song, bro. Bounce, <laughs> bounce could be that song, bro. Bounce could be that song, but I just think it's, <laughs> it's funny. We were thinking for the longest time. We we reached out to a um, what, what do you call it? Uh, not publishing. What is it? Marketing, marketing team. Marketing, marketing team. Only fans. Mar- yeah, no, only fans. <laughs> no, that's really how you get your fucking name out there. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get on the top of the fucking bill. You gotta yeah. really, really sell yourself. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, hiring. I was talking about it, hiring an Instagram model and being like, "Yeah, how much would it cost for you to say that our album's really good and see what that would do versus paying a marketing company to do it?" Yeah, and probably I, smarter move. Right. At this I guess point, these days, it, yeah, like, maybe. Honestly, have, <laughs> have you guys been messing around with the, with the TikTok medium at all for for the, for music and the podcast? Uh really really infrequently haven't haven't done enough to be able to say that we've given it an effort um i would like to i just feel like it's so time consuming to put together these tiktoks um so maybe we'll get down that road but to your point billy we have um used a different platform online where you basically like i don't know if you've heard of submit hub and you pay and you get credits and then you could submit to different curators and stuff like that so we try to one of the influencer ones. I wouldn't recommend it. You Big waste of money. Really? <laughs> totally. Well, what, hang on, hang on, but what kind of influencer? Was it like Wayne Gretzky influencer? Or it just it was like Oh uh, no. No. It was like all these bottom like, of the barrel. Yeah, bottom por- of the bell, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bottom right. of the bell. Por- a bunch of like Puerto Rican uh girls that just do like little Instagram stories and they put your song in it and you're like, that doesn't translate to any yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. I would like, wa- I'd watch it though. The, the, well, did you guys see any? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys see any growth at all? Uh, we know what you're into. <laughs> well, you know. Billy's into all kinds of weird shit. Let's not get into that. Each though. their own. You know, don't kink shame. Yeah. Don't we'll kink have to have a, se- a separate 
podcast to talk about that. Yeah, we'll come on. We'll come on your podcast and talk about that. Hey, let's <laughs> done. do that. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, so you guys didn't see any kind of traction from uh, from any of the, any of the influencer stuff. No, I don't think so. Not from any of the influencer stuff. No, it was just like super random, like reels. And there's a couple of TikToks and it's like, you don't even really know what they're going to do before you like send it to them. Right. And then they say, yeah, we'll do it. And then it was like, you know, I got some 15 year old kid uh, with a little TikTok of him playing Minecraft and our song playing in the background. It was like, that's not doing anything. So I think Billy's approach, if you, if you like, (laughs) directly message these people and you're like hey i'm gonna pay you play our song and promote it that that's probably a better stab than using a different platform well i mean if i could uh if i could lend some insight that i maybe have you know just learned from the course of doing this shit is i think that you want to uh uh just in general stay on brand you know so like think about what like what it is you're trying to communicate with the music or with the music and then figure out uh, what your fan base looks like and who they're kind of aligning with and then find out people in that world, then your music has a much better chance of sticking to something. If you're just like, you know, like reaching out to, I don't know, Jenna Jameson or something and be like, hey, can you can you like just shake you? your tits on, <laughs> on YouTube while or on, on TikTok to this song, like you're not going <laughs> to get anything. You know what I mean? Mm, you get something. You get something. <laughs> you know, Probably. Or you, you get something, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was I I think that uh yeah I it's probably a bad bad bet but who else It's not a bad bet you just got to think about it a little bit more Bill no, I know, I'm saying, it's a bad bet yeah. it's a bad bet. We didn't do it I mean like it's a waste of money cuz I could see them be like yeah watch this album and it would be like Two seconds of it, and then nobody would give a shit. Yeah, well, again, it's, yeah, it's like we're not watching this video for the yeah. music. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's why it's important. To we're watching it because the first five <laughs> seconds you're wearing clothes, and the second five <laughs> seconds you're not wearing clothes. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they do that cool, that cool editing thing where it's like they yeah. jump, and then it just all disappears when they jump. You know? Yeah. yeah look at that! <laughs> Isn't life great? How, yeah. How? how you know? What if we? What if we? Uh, uh, sort of like pitched. Uh, to playlists for strip club DJs. Yeah, that's that's where our music sounds there like. There you go. Have you guys thought about pitching to strip club DJs? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, we're gonna go on a tour, yeah. nationwide tour, every strip club in a small town. Oh my god! I've Fuck always... yeah, bro! We got plenty in Jacksonville. Come on down. Oh, <laughs> we'll oh I, bet. I bet. I bet. I don't. Yeah. Ugh. That's greasy, man. I don't want to play a strip club. Are you kidding me? I'd be down. Why not? If they paid me the right money, I will play anywhere. Literally, it's my job. So yeah, no. It's not the sh- the strippers aren't watching your show. I'm yeah. talking. Oh <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> You're watching theirs. You're watching yeah, theirs. Watching yeah, theirs. yeah. We'll not- play for free. Whatever. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally you lay down and. One of them pulls a one dollar bill out of your mouth with her butt cheeks. That yeah. sounds pretty nice. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. I mean, right. Bill, we do a strip club tour. Yeah. Side hustle. You guys want to be our opener, or, or you can be, or we can be your opener, or whatever. However, want to work. I was hoping you would ask. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be the Hearst Brothers and Side Hustle go on a, on a strip club tour. You don't want to be an States. opener at a strip club, man. Well, that's why they're opening. <laughs> I don't want to be the closer. <laughs> yeah, all right, okay. yeah, maybe you do want to be first. Yeah. Right, if you guys want to, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to book the Canadian leg of that tour, uh, we'll handle the U.S. Right. leg of it, and we'll we'll Done. make it happen. <laughs> Dope. Um, so gross. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I do want to talk about uh, the, the the podcast a little bit. How did the podcast come to be? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Uh... Basically, while like we mentioned, Mark was in school for five years, and we, Mark and I being super close, we're like already doing kind of Zoom calls every couple, every now and then, and chatting, and then we're we're uh, listening to music and show constantly showing each other new indie music, right? So it was like one day just sitting there thinking like especially after we released our first four songs nobody listened to them and the strip club tour didn't work so we're like what, what, <laughs> what's the next move like how do we get some sort of feedback here so then we uh we're like well wait what if we make it made a podcast we're just gonna shoot the shit like we normally do we're gonna talk for 40 minutes just like we're doing now and then we're going to review and listen to three brand new songs that neither of us have heard from indie artists and then we'll like rate them and we'll keep tally on which ones we rate and we're like well that sounds like a fun time let's just record it and we'll release it as a podcast so that's yeah, yeah. I love and then it, it actually turned out that like covid worked super well for that because I was not like physically in school a bunch. So I was home a lot and John was, there was a time change and we were like both working from home for a bit. And it was like, great. Like we have tons of time on our hands to do these things. Yeah. And and I was in a different country. So it was like, perfect. So yeah, it just all kind of came together over like a late night bourbon hot tub discussion. And we were like, oh wow, that sounds like a fun idea. I, I'm really into this late night bourbon hot tub thing. Uh, yeah, let's. How, how do we make that happen? Yeah, you would want. That. Yeah, <laughs> I've got. That's where I, the it, best ideas come from. Yeah, <laughs> it's already built into that stripper tour. So don't worry. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! You put on the rider. I'm into it. Club tour. Right? <laughs> First off, and then secondly, I've got a question about the. So you, so you definitely started it before COVID. COVID wasn't the the uh, catalyst. When did we start it, Mark? It, I, I think we had been talking about it before COVID. Yeah, because like I was in uh, I, I was in Ireland like long before COVID. I, I was there for like four years before COVID happened, and like we were always chatting. And I think we were talking about it, and then I think like as COVID was starting, it just came into effect of like, hey, this is probably a, a pretty cool idea, and we'll just see what happens. And we yeah. both have lots of time on our hands, okay. So you know, went with it, but I don't I don't think it was COVID that like kick started it. I think it was no. The, it it provided a bit of the opportunity, but we were we were already going to do it, that's, and it was just something that gave us the time to do it. That's so awesome. similar. That's like literally our story too. It's like we, we go on the road and listen to podcasts like constantly, and then we're like, we gotta start a podcast. I'm like, sure, because we have tons of time. And then yeah. March 2020 hit, and we're just like, we want to do this. Yeah, so and now we, we can start. We started. It. Yeah, I yeah. guess like to, for the kids watching at home, like yeah, just I don't know, just do it, Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, what I'm interested in your in your in your uh, review process because um, your website says that there's a hundred biscuits. It's a rating of a hundred biscuits, and you can account <laughs> for every one of them. So I need accountability for every one hundred biscuits that you guys use what? to rate these songs. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. All right. Let's hear it. What's a biscuit? You Probably. go to www.thehurstbrothers.com slash podcast and you will find the Hearst Brothers Biscuit leaderboard. So every song that has ever been reviewed has a total tally of biscuits and they're all held on there. And uh, yeah, every biscuit accounted for. Uh, yeah. And so we, we, we take a song and we rate it 
each each podcast. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's John and I. And we'll do um, coolness and vibe. We'll do sound quality and we'll do lyrics. Those are the three categories. We'll give a, a rating at a 10 and then 10 biscuits, of course. We'll average it all up and then we'll put it into like a little processor and we get out like a big decimal out of a hundred and get, it gives us our total biscuit count. Oh, okay. So you guys have an actual like algorithm that you're, that you're, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's uh, where, and where, is there like a software that you're using or just something that you've developed or like, what no, is it? No, simple division. He, okay. he, was, he was joking and I was waiting for you to figure it out, but I, no, I'm not joking. No, Microsoft. About, 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 yeah. <laughs> the fucking processor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a real processor. I thought I was like, oh, wow. you, you input it's, these numbers and you just called just an cup. average. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Whoops. You. you divide by three. Like we add them up. <laughs> yeah. but, but it it is a process. Why? Yeah. Why is it? Why is it biscuit? Now we know that. Now we know why I don't handle the band's budget, guys. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm the numbers guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll work on means and medians later. But average. That's an easy one. That's yeah. One on one. Yeah, yeah mean, median, and mode. Yeah, whew, I forgot about mode. That's a good. One. Yeah, well, I can tell <laughs> the, by your playing. The right? least forgotten. Yeah, yeah. that's a, yeah. least helpful number. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Oh yeah, biscuits. Why is it biscuits? That's another late night bourbon hot tub <laughs> discovery. <laughs> All right. Wait, but do you uh, do Canadians? They think biscuits are cookies, like the frogs over in England. No. Okay. No. Hope not. No, we think biscuits are the same thing that <laughs> that you're. <laughs> That you guys think they right, right, right. Well, I'll see you about that. I had, I had a. He's from Kentucky. You'll have to excuse him. No, like, about it? yeah, like a little warm, puffy, flaky Louisiana style biscuit, yeah. with a little bit gravy. Okay, so it's North sounds America. amazing. But I had, yeah. I had some friends uh, from Wales, uh, England, and they uh, were like, "It's oh, a yeah. biscuit," it's a and I was like, "It's a cookie." I was like, "No, no, no!" Like, have you know what a biscuit is? They don't have that over there. No, said, they're like a scone. And I was like, no. Yeah, no, not a scone. We had to go to no, Publix. Yeah, we had to go to Publix and make some Pillsbury Grants, and they were like, "Holy fuck!" I'm like, yeah, you guys are <laughs> fucked over it. Not living yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the uh, so the biscuit thing was like a, was another late night hot tub situation. Uh, yeah. Were you guys just like hungry, and then we're like, we should call it biscuits, or like how they come up? No. So, so John and I, when I'm home, we we have a hot tub fortunately and uh what we go in it every single night before bed we'll crush a couple couple white claws couple bourbons whatever we're feeling um wherever the night takes us and you know we're, we used to stay in there for like a good hour talking about whatever <laughs> and we were talking about the podcast we were like this was like peak like we were putting it into production we were we were getting ready to be like yeah let's do it and then we were basically just chatting about like if we're gonna have a rating scale, like we can't just give them oh a ninety six percent out of a hundred. Like we have to be different. We have to try and stand out. We have to give it something. And the first thing that we were just like, all right, easy out of biscuits. And then that, we were like, done. That's it. And we <laughs> just it. we <laughs> just went with it. It just somehow it built. We that night we got out of the hot tub. We recorded a bunch of like 
stupid sayings of us just being like, give me your biscuits. And then <laughs> we like that same night, every single clip on our podcast is from that same night. Oh my that God. We recorded those and we, we were just like, yep, this is what it has to be. So we continued on with it. And <laughs> I think it, it's pretty funny. I fucking love that. You need units. Like, I mean, like that makes sense. You to need me. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, we want to stand out. You need something. <laughs> We Can't pick biscuits. Stars. Right. Yeah, yeah. Stars is way overplayed at this point. So I, I like the yeah. biscuits idea. We, yeah, we we changed it up. We started. And, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No. I think one of the, the the like funny points that came from that, I remember being like, "Is it gonna work? Is it biscuits?" And then I was like, "I was like, dude, well, what's a rotten tomato?" And it's like we were all like, well, "Yeah, we." It's a movie rating scale, and I was like, "What if that's the next biscuit?" Like everyone <laughs> just knows that a biscuit is how we rate music, oh and like, God. and I was like, "Yeah, nobody knew what a rotten tomato was." Some idiot came up with it and was like, "Yep, rotten tomatoes," and someone's like, "Let's go with it," and it worked. Yeah. So I think we 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 started like thinking, and then that, that, that came up, and we were like. Yep, let's do it. Fuck it. Biscuits it is. I love it. We're going to start fucking promoting you guys on our show. We're just going to start shouting out biscuits all the yeah. time. Oh, That's dude. Uh, <laughs> you do whatever. You can talk about biscuits at any point. We're going to fucking, we're going to be, we're, we're going to shout you guys out hardcore. It's and out, I of love a, it. uh, out of a hundred, you said? hundred total. Yeah. total. So who's you guys can totally adapt okay. it all right well, if you start oh, rating like, songs on biscuits that would be hilarious <laughs> you guys got trademarked <laughs> no yeah. you just have to you just have to call us out at least tell us yeah yeah we got you guys covered on that for sure uh it's international copyright law we're fine bro. yeah we're fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're good. i was gonna say uh uh so who's 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 at the top right now uh oh, shit a fellow named noah richardson no, he can't. So, and the thing about our show too is that we're su- uh, we're super open about different musical genres. So, like each episode is a totally different genre. We've done country episodes, which isn't marker. I like it's not our favorite genre of music. We've done punk rock, which also isn't our favorite genre. We've done a bunch of indie rock. We've done some hip hop. We've done electronic, like a little bit of everything. But yeah, we had Noah Richardson. I think he's from. I think was he's it lowercase letters. That lowercase was letters is the song, and yeah. I feel like he's a student at Berkeley right now. And uh, yeah, just a really catchy, oh, really good song. And yeah, we had a lot of a lot of bourbon and white claws that day, and we were feeling real generous on the biscuit scale. <laughs> <laughs> but he deserved it. He deserves it. So yeah. like, and this- so there, there's some high production songs that we've reviewed, and this was like this guy's first tune that he made he yeah. recorded it himself and it was like it was just everything we were looking for on that lovely night and he won the tally nice uh some cool hey, cool songs though. hey uh gene can you hear can you hear our conversation right now uh can, can you make a a, a timestamp on that so we can get this the, the, the guy's uh name and everything and then up, but we can put the song on, on our playlist, the bottom of the yeah, playlist. Yeah, it's super good. Oh, yeah. Yo, cool. a, another personal favorite. Um, I'm not sure where he's at. He might be second or third on the on the leaderboard now. But it's, um, John, you might know the song name, but the artist is The Great Leslie. Yeah, they're third. They're third? Oh, my hands, yeah. You guys got to check out this song. It is so good. The, the Great Leslie is the name of the band? Yeah. Okay, yeah, hell yeah, we'll definitely check so that, that out. Was, okay. That was a question. And it's it's called Out of My Hands. Out of My Hands. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely check that out. But that was so good. 
that was the question I was trying to ask. So that makes sense, though. So all of these artists that you're reviewing are up and coming new artists, and you're like getting permission from them to to yep. play on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, they they actually I, most of the time submit their music to us. Yeah, absolutely. I told you that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I told you that. No, no, no. I okay. Oh, Does I, it make you feel good? That no, you no. Said I, that? I, 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 <laughs> I thought you were like at, like asking how they were able to, like they were allowed to use the music. Uh, no, because in my head I was like I was thinking it was uh, stuff that it wasn't submitted. You know what I mean? That it was like. Things that no, like new music that you found that you liked or whatever. No, that you didn't oh have no, no. We have somebody like we have a, a friend that helps us, Doug, that um, will will who basically we take submissions. Like ninety nine percent of it is submissions. Sometimes we'll find someone will be like, "Yo, you should submit," and they'll go on our website and they'll submit our song, and then Doug will get formal permission from them, and then Doug will line up the episodes to say, "Okay, here's a." alternative rock episode and then when mark and i go in and record and we're listening to the songs neither of us have heard the song at all That's awesome. and we don't know like we're reading the bio and we're like oh, okay cool this band like we've never heard of them <laughs> awesome and and it's it, it, you know it's pretty clear on some episodes that we we do hear songs that we're like ah, that's not my personal favorite like yeah. you know, pretty low on the leaderboard of biscuits. Oh, but uh, I'm curious. It happens. Have you guys gotten like like so uh, like questions. bad feedback from from, <laughs> from that? Um, I think in the in the circumstances where so we try to be very positive. Like if there's a song, obviously like nothing ends up on the show that doesn't meet a certain level of production quality. Right. Like there's no like complete trash. Otherwise it's like we, we like Doug wouldn't respond or he would just be like, I'm sorry, like you, you didn't make the cut. Um, but then um, when there's songs that like, just like don't really have it or for some reason, Mark and I are kind of looking at ourselves like, why did this make the cut? This one's not great. We just focus on the stuff that we thought they did a great job of. And then we'll say like, here's what I would change. Like, I'm no expert, but I do have a pretty good ear for production and mixing and stuff. And I'll point out like, you know, your frequencies are all jumbled or like, you know, there's issues with this, this and this and the tempo seems messed up. And then we'll try to give yeah. like constructive criticism and some <laughs> feedback so that hopefully they can take that back and and not be like butthurt about it. Now, does I think that that also comes from like, you know, we're not going to be dicks to somebody, but at the same time, we, we no, but we don't like all music right. and, and, and our podcast is based from like a general consumer standpoint. Like I'm not trying to lie about like I'm a musical technician and I know all these, like, especially myself, John knows a lot more than I do about it. And I, like, I just tell them how I feel about the song. Like it's a per it's just an honest opinion and and you know it's like don't get butt hurt about it. It's just like, hey, that's my opinion. Maybe there's somebody out there that loves it. So right. How, don't how take it, any of it to heart. Like it's just these are two dudes rating a song. Like it, you know, at uh, the end of the day, don't get don't get upset about it. How how much of how much of the stuff that you think shouldn't have made the cut uh, that gets in there. Do you think Doug is just putting in there to fuck with you guys? <laughs> I think he definitely does. Every once in a while, yeah. I think he's like, ah, they're getting too good at songs. And he throws in one that he knows we're going to be like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. Where's, yeah, where, we, where, 
Where, where's Doug at? We got to get him on this conversation. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm laughing the whole time because they're always being like, oh, we always try to give him constructive criticism. I'm like, that's m- probably the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, of course. Because that, uh, that makes sense. Like, uh, So we have, we have our own segment that we just started doing, but it's all um, – uh, super copyrighted stuff that we're never going to get permission to, to play. Ever. <laughs> yeah. And so you, you just like, and we, we've been going back and forth about like, Oh, well we should, uh, uh, be getting stuff submitted and everything like that. But yeah, it's, it's one of the, uh, well, we, we get, we get concerned with, you know, doing like part of the issue that we have when we, when we read write-ups on new music or on festivals or whatever, is it, it's so always, positive. yeah, it's always bullshit. It's always just like, <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. band. That band was just like t- took everyone's breath away. There was a, it was a world changing event or record, or whatever. It's just oh. like, no, it's not. And some at some point, there's somebody out there that should just get a shitty review. We wanted to give shitty reviews, but we're also scared of the lashback we'll get. <laughs> so you have to, we, we have to work with a lot of these bands too. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't. We, we can't hear be, you. We can't be 100 percent honest. And like, I there's I I feel like. The only way we could is if they're, you know, in a, from another country or something like that. Because even so, like, you just look like a dick saying bad shit about a musician. Yeah, it's like, why even have it on there if you're, if you're just going to talk shit about it? But the only way you don't feel bad is if it's Kanye West or if it's Adele yeah. or somebody big. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't, you're never, everybody no, has, I, everybody has an opinion. Has anybody ever, like, emailed you guys back, responded like dead, to, to, to death a... threats or... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had one. I yeah, we got one uh, dude that went off the rails on me on Instagram because I denied. I I didn't do it. Doug denied his friend, and then he asked me why it got denied, and I was like, "Well, hold on, let me go. Like, let me ask Doug and see what's going on." So I asked Doug, and then Doug was like, "It's an instrumental. Like, the one thing that we have is that it's like you got to have." Lyrics, lyrics, and oh, well, that's part of our ratings. Yeah. Part of the ratings. Uh, it's lyrics, it's automatic sixty-seven percent, bud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you're taking a head. <laughs> you're taking a fucking head, man. Oh, you're gonna be I, the first forty percent yeah. biscuit. But it was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> this dude was like a real like. You could tell it was this like progressive math rock style of music uh, that's just, like insane and like really really technical and. And then I reached, like, I got back to him. I said, hey, listen, there's no vocals on the track. We're not doing it. And then the guy just went off on me and sent me all these, like, voice notes. And I was fucking laughing my ass off. And he's just like, who the fuck are you? You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know shit, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. We're not even judging your song. You just didn't meet the criteria. There's only three things. That's so funny. Fuck you want from you need wor- you need music and you need words. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like you, you you missed one of them. Yeah. I feel like even yeah. even when you get to like some sort of level where you're going to be uh like you you have the uh, uh qualifications to be a judge on all music, whatever, uh you're still you looked at it as a dick. Like that drop the needle guy on yeah. YouTube, you know what I'm talking about? That uh, with yeah. the, you don't know who I'm talking about. I don't think he, no, he yeah. does like a, a review every week, and uh, do you know who Oliver Tree is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he reviewed, <laughs> yeah. he reviewed Oliver Tree, and then they had a Zoom uh, call because he wanted to like be a guest, but it was like a uh, uh, what was it called where where they like jumped him or whatever and, and uh, gotcha, and he just like went off on him, <laughs> saying like you're just an awful <laughs> person for t- calling me Oliver Tree my music bad. 
this music is not good. Yeah. Everybody knows that. But <laughs> yeah. he was just like so adamant about how great it was. But yeah, it's just like uh, you can't, there's no safe spot as a musician to criticize music. There's yeah. Not. It's no. either you're just going to be a dick and then just accept that or, you know. Or, or, or you just don't, don't talk just about don't, it. Yeah, or you yeah, just don't yeah. talk about or, it. Yeah. And no offense to y'all by any means, but you give them constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do your you do <laughs> your best to pick out the positives. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's uh, awesome. what are you gonna do? Yeah, my, my favorite part was the ending. Yeah, great song. That's yeah, great song. <laughs> there's this Done. there's this bit on TikTok. This dude, I think you sent I'm the video. I'm crying and laughing so hard. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this, this dude was he was like he was like ah. Uh, what was it? The trend was like uh, uh, name, like call it, call out a mistake that that uh, that was over. Uh, I don't know, whatever that they missed on a pop tune or whatever. And then uh, so that was, that was a TikTok trend. And then somebody like re- replied to the video and was like, "Oh, uh, right, you'll never guess this song right here. See, at one second it starts like this, oh, yeah, and then uh, that was the mistake. that's it. That's the it mistake. just started. <laughs> it's like yeah. it I loved yeah. it." So good. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, which, hey, fellas, can we uh, can we take a two second bathroom break? Yeah, totally. Yeah, sure. Totally. These fucking uh, gin drinks are passing through me. I'll uh, be right back. Yeah, no worries, no worries. We uh, we we do bathroom breaks all the time uh, with the like uh, when we have people in, in here as well, and then Billy and I just sit there and usually talk shit to each other. But wait, are they both taking bathroom breaks? <laughs> yeah, it looks like. Oh, they're both taking bathroom breaks. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, have you been? It's fun. I'm hanging out. Maybe we can just edit this part out, I guess. Yeah. Can we timestamp it, I guess? Thank you so much. I'm going to take a bathroom break, too, while we're at yeah, it. Yeah, uh, might as well. When we get back, we do uh, uh, Bottom of the Billboard. That's what I was trying to allude to. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to, yeah. Oh, they figured it out, though. Like, yeah, I went through the whole thing. Well, thanks so much for everything, Gene. I swear to God, I'm just amazed still. I just met you two weeks ago, and then now it's just this. Yeah, one second, boys. No, no worries at all. I feel like I need a catheter for these yeah, long I guess I'm sorry. What did you say? I said, no, no worries. I always feel like I need a catheter for these long style podcasts. <laughs> How long has it been? Well, I don't know. doesn't matter. 43 minutes. Small bladder. I don't blame you, bud. I'm going to get some more ice. We'll be back into it in a second, right? Yeah. It's been fucking fun, though, right? For sure, man. <laughs> Love it. Sorry, guys. I had to blow down some rails real quick. Fuck. I said, <laughs> change shirts. I'm literally leaning against the fucking heater. Ooh. I guess. Sweat and bucket. So I went for a cold Michelob. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like the mix, bro. Uh, how cold is it in Buffalo right now? Uh, not that bad today. Um, not, not, not at all. But I think, yeah, like we pretty much get the same weather as Toronto. So I think it's going to be 
next week it's gonna get pretty fucking cold uh i'm from miami originally so when, oh yeah so when i moved to uh jacksonville even though it's still in florida it's like six <laughs> it's like six hours north yeah not uh, that huge <laughs> uh it it's like but in like yeah the, the difference in temperature though in the winter time like to me we actually get a winter in jacksonville because it drops right. to like it drops like like two days ago it was 30 degrees outside it because I'm, I'm trying to, because I'm trying to say that, I'm like, like I've never experienced that kind of weather before, even six hours south of of Jacksonville, where you're, where you're just like, yeah. Yo, so my uh, my girlfriend's family moved up to this place in like super northern Canada, like more more northern than like where Alaska is. Oh wow! And I'll uh, I, I gotta find it in Fahrenheit for you, because otherwise it won't add up. Um, but it gets like so fucking cold there at times. Like, and it's like the kind of place where it's like 24 hour darkness in the middle of winter, 24 hour sun in the mid in, in, in summer. Um, I see that. Yeah. But last winter, so it got to minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. That is insanity. What? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like oh, no. he, he, this, this is a fun observation that somebody made one time. Uh, uh, I, I met this dude when I was on the road, and he said he was from like Montana or some shit. And he was like, you know, back home it's negative sixty degrees right now. So in Florida, I feel great. And then he was like, let me reiterate, negative sixty degrees Fahrenheit. It's colder in Montana than it, than it is on Mars at the moment. I thought about that. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's such a true. Thing like negative ninety degrees. How is it's that? It's so cold, man. That's so fucking cold. Oh. Your, your skin freezes if you're outside. But yeah, like you got to be careful even going outside for like a couple minutes. I man. can, yeah, I can imagine. That, like fuck, fuck that, bro. Dude. Fuck that. I'm, yeah, fuck that. Thirty degrees is bad enough for me. That's about as cold oh, as yeah. I'm willing to go. I would. I I, I don't want to live up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. What's thirty <laughs> degrees in Celsius? Uh, zero. Uh, it's about zero no, degrees Celsius. That's like a, in communist numbers. Thirty. Thirty-two. <laughs> 32 is freezing. Yeah, 32 is freezing, right? So zero degrees. So zero 30, de- 30 is like minus one. Yeah, yeah, it's right around there. So it's right. like, and to me, that's that's way too fucking cold. Uh, I was just telling, uh, I was telling Mark that I was in, uh, I grew up in Miami, so it was like coming to Jacksonville gets to be like in the 30s and the 20s in Fahrenheit, and uh, so that was just a huge adjustment period for me because it doesn't get colder than like 50 degrees. Maybe, maybe like low yeah. 40s, like one or two days. Oh yeah, we have we get uh we have iguanas in in South Florida, so uh, oh, yeah. they uh they they freeze uh, they, like their blood uh, yeah, flows, yeah, yeah. and they actually fall out of trees. They're not dead. They just they just they can't move. They're so yeah. <laughs> they they fall just stoned. Yeah, they literally stone, <laughs> and they just they just fall out of the trees. So, like the news will like warn you: be careful, the iguanas falling out of the trees and uh, all <laughs> like, that don't shit. Panic. Yeah, it's so fuck. Or like cover your heads because like they're like yeah. they can be they can get to be like forty pounds. Yeah. And just dropping out of a tree that shit will take you out. Yeah, that'll hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we actually spent uh, a pretty significant amount of time in uh, Tampa. Okay, yeah, I love that area. Like course, Tampa, yeah. Sar- Tampa, and, Sar- and Sarasota. Our grandparents used to live in those respective places, so we we spent a lot of time in Florida. Yeah, we we play a lot in the Tampa area. Actually, I love it over there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've actually always wanted to go to Jacksonville um, for the golf. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have the, the yeah, PGA we're, we're pretty, and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah, golf, we're we're yeah. we're pretty big golfers, so 
love the golf there. I, I've always yeah, wanted to P- go. The so. PGA uh, Championship or whatever in Sawgrass. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try and make my way up at some point. That's players, cool, though. Players, TPC, sorry. Not TPC, PGA, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Uh, all right, dope. Well, um, let's get back to it, guys. Uh, reintroduce yourself. Are we going to reintroduce ourselves? Yes. Why? I'm sorry, reintroduce the, the podcast. For a fade in. Oh, for a fade in. Yes. Uh, all right. Welcome back to the bottom of the bill, guys. You see a little bathroom break. Uh, so cheers, everybody. Uh, hanging out, sticking with us. Cheers. Um, we're gonna go into uh, speaking of the music reviews and all that stuff we were just talking about. Um, we we just added a new segment called Bottom of the Billboard, and uh, for those who are unaware, each week Billy and I will recommend a song to each other. Uh, to listen to, and then the next, the following week, uh, the person who picked the song does a quick review. Then the other person who was suggested to listen to the song does their review, and then we d- we judge at the end whether or not it makes our playlist on Spotify called Bottom of the Billboard. Uh, so, uh, if you know anything about me and Billy, we don't like each other's music at all. So. Uh, this is going to be an interesting take, and I, I think I, I told you guys ahead of time as well, so if you heard the song, feel free to jump oh, in. Yeah. Oh, they know uh, what the song is? Oh, yeah, they know okay, the song, this yeah. This is great. I was, I was worried. So the, uh, so the song that I chose for Billy this week is Adele's new single called Oh My God. Um, so from my perspective, I really enjoyed the production. I'm really big on, on production value, uh, so I, I really like that aspect. I think her vocals, she crushes that shit. I mean, like, very, very nuanced little things that she's doing uh, with her voice I think are really cool. I like the arrangement. I like how it's not just a four on the floor kind of groove dance song the whole time. It like has movement. uh, And yeah, I mean, I I liked all the, again, like back to the production, all the effects that she's using, uh, they're using to just to kind of create this vibe. I I really dig it. So that's my quick review. Right. Uh, I don't like this song. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I was waiting the entire time being like, okay, it's an intro. But it's just an intro for four minutes. <laughs> Where are the instruments at any point in time? It's production value. No, no oh, oh, production. Yeah. Cool. So that was like a fucking quick take on the fucking vocals for that guy. And then he took a smoke break. And then that's the end of it. There was a lot going on. I don't think you're listening. Oh. Well, you listen to it on a cell phone also. That's what we, we just we, we talked about that last week on the, on the show, right? Where cell phone, listening to, listening to a song on a cell phone is, and then, like saying that uh, having a, like, like a real opinion on it is basically saying I don't like steak because I I ate it I ate it when it was like heated up in a microwave. Mm. You know what I mean? I I, I kind of get the analogy, but I mean that's the medium that most people listen to music on. Okay, well it's dumb. So oh, well, yeah. your review doesn't really count. What do you no, guys think of the no, song? I'm not done with my, <laughs> my review. Still, uh, that literally was just that. Is is that's all it is? Is just her singing and then doing like uh, like a cacophony. Of just her melodies over and over and over. Yeah, again. really good melodies. It's it's sure, it's beautiful. It's not. Yeah, that, thank it's, you. It's not that they're bad. All I'm trying to say is that it's just that's it. And so it she's like trying to fill all the space up with her harmonies and a back uh, uh like backup vocals and stuff. You can't you can't shake your head at me. This is my opinion. First off. Yeah. And then secondly, uh uh yeah, I just I I just I'm shaking my head because you're you're you've built this opinion <laughs> off of a cell phone. Off of listening off a cell phone speaker. But like, there's no production quality who there. Plays guitar on that song. Uh I don't even think there is any guitar in that that's song. My point. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's what do you guys think? Me. What do you guys think? <laughs> There's nothing well, um, well, 
Let's give some constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, we're, we're terrible oh, with that. Canada. <laughs> yeah, right. Constructive criticism. Uh, eight, eight like biscuits. she needs any cr- criticism. Here's, eight yeah. biscuits, that's what he's got? That's eight great. biscuits. <laughs> for vocals? Oh, for uh, vocals. That's really good. It's 100, right? 100 biscuits no, for no, vocals because no, that's no, all no, there no. is. Honestly, a uh, huge fan of Adele's music. She is probably the most talented vocalist. Bleh, arguably debatable out there. So... Yeah, man, I, I I love the song. I think it's beautiful. Awesome. I've heard it on the radio a bunch. I, I listen to a lot of radio on purpose to just like find new music, totally discover new music, and and I drive a lot. Like I drive like forty five minutes every single day, or uh, to work and back. So like lots of time. Adele is just so popular on the radio, and she is crushing it. Yeah, and I I love her music honestly. Um, I, I would listen to zero music and Adele singing for two and a half minutes. Well, guess what? Easily. That is Adele's music. <laughs> I know, and it's uh, great. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, singing. I will say that there's a lot of Adele stuff that I don't like because of the fact that, it, like, everything, like, every album that she's released has really been just like the, the instruments yeah. have been this subsequent, I guess, like, a, more like a support role for her voice. Which I'm, which I like more of the interaction kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But this song in particular, I thought was more of the interaction kind of thing. Like there was movement in 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 the in the in the groove. There was like all these different uh, uh, colors as far as like production choices that that were going on. Like I don't know. There was a lot lot more going on in this particular song. Not to mention the the melodies were beautiful. I mean, like great melody. Yeah. You know. I just felt like it was uh, uh, too much at once at the same time. What do you think, Johnny? Okay, so I, I I listened to it. I have not heard this song before. I do not listen to the radio at all. So I didn't know this was out there. But I also listened to it on my really good studio monitors. Got the full picture, cranked it up, closed my eyes, listened to it. So I am I I I agree with a lot of the things you're saying, Anton. Like the, the I thought I wrote down cool samples, like really unique instrumental. I know there's no instruments on it. Sorry, Billy. Um, but I just thought it was a kind of a unique beat and it kind of took me off, took me off. I was like, this is Adele. This is weird. Then right. her vocals came in and I'm like, okay, classic. She's smashing it. And then, uh, the other note I wrote was surprisingly catchy and creative. And I like the contrast. Um, I like the ups and the downs. Got it. So it, that's my take. Bro, I love the, uh, you just basically took all that wordy jumble that I said and you just put it into this perfectly described kind of uh, thing there, a review, because obviously you guys do it a lot more than we do. Yeah. And I dig it. I, I dig that. Uh, that, was, that was dope. Bill, you're the odd man out here. I, I'm well aware. Uh, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> seriously, like, I, I'm telling you, just like take out like the, uh, I don't know, like it felt like a staircase of harmonies. Oh, you probably didn't even hear the the, the beat I happening, right? It. Because you were listening I, on a cell phone, right? Yeah, no, it it's was sub frequency. Yeah, so. okay, you're be- so much better than me in every way. Yeah, that's true. We because know because your cell phone is from like Toys R Us. Yeah, we all know that. I'm poor. Sorry, I have an iPhone uh, twelve. I can't remember what it is. It's not awful. It's awful. I mean, 12? like I. I yeah, but I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> They're out. <laughs> Holy shit! Just the American version. I have a, pretty good. I have, pretty good. Good. I have the uh, me. I have the LG Velvet. It's like the bottom line baseline uh, Android model. But you know, I'm doing what I can, guys. And it's made out of felt, and so <laughs> it you can't get it wet. <laughs> right. It's we're not water resistant. Um, it's but, water absorbent. But you guys have to. You guys. Uh, That's my only complaint with it is that they don't. Is is that it's just. 
uh, uh, a myriad of vocals the entire time. And I, I think that it's... That's what stands out to you because you listen to it on a cell phone. Oh, my God. It's, it's so, so there's other stuff that, that you like from the production that's not the vocals? Yeah, totally. Like what? I, if you just take what Johnny just said yeah. and just just that, everything that he said was like he, he took all, he described it exactly how I wanted to say it. Okay. You know? Right. So anyways, uh, what do you think? Mix on the, on, the, on the playlist or not? I really, I really don't want it on there. You don't want it on there. It's a new current song that could help viewer, that could get you know more visibility on Spotify. I feel you like the there? odd man out. So only because everybody else likes it, I'll say yes. You guess well. Oh, you're you're fly, you're you're, a, you're a kite flyer. You're one of those. Excuse me. You just go where the wind blows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on. I'll. It makes it makes bottom of the uh, uh, Billboard playlist, but. Like begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna note it on the playlist. If you could keep it at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll put it on there. That's fine. Why would you pick that song? And then secondly, the the caveat for all of this is that you want to cover that song? Yeah, I want to cover that song. How? Oh, yeah. You gotta have fucking vision. Bro, I'm the vision guy. You just let me do my thing, and then you just hit the fucking keys in the We piano. need 20 Adele's. No, we don't. No, yeah, you do. No, no. No, you don't. No, you John, don't. Johnny and I will be in the back doing harmonies and bongos. I fucking love it. You guys it. just feel it. This I song, fucking love it, it. This whole song, it should be called, oh my God, how many harmonies can we put in a song? Yeah. <laughs> That's the song. Yeah, in parentheses, how many <laughs> harmonies can you put in the song? It's ridiculous. <laughs> No. I always thought uh, when uh, Freddie Mercury did that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you know what happened in that song? Brian May came out and fucking played a sick-ass fucking guitar song. Yeah, so we can, do, we can do a side hustle version of that song. Yeah. All right. Bill has no vision, guys. I'm trying, it's hard to work with somebody no, who, I, who, no, who's, I'm, I'm who's, curious. whose uh, creative scope is as narrow as a fucking, like, I don't know, yeah. a fucking shotgun barrel. Uh, it's about as narrow as your diction. Yeah. <laughs> your vocabulary is, is what it is. That's a good, yeah, I like that better, go. actually. Um, Sorry. Right, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good, it down, for, good for bottom of the yeah, bill. Narrow. <laughs> Super narrow. We'll put, it, we'll put it on bottom of the billboard. I'm a much better, I, I'm a bu- much better writer than I am speaker. Sorry. Oh, hey, that's fair. Um, all right, so uh, I want to go on to the next uh, segment. We kind of talked uh, talked about it earlier, but um, the uh, the concert series that you guys produce uh, for for the blind. So you mentioned that you have a younger brother um, yeah. who has a, a condition where he's losing his sight as as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. And that was the inspiration um, for putting on this concert series. Yeah, yeah. We when we wanted to do like our first big concert like we didn't have any of our own songs we were just doing like a huge cover concert like we what what we probably had like 30 35 cover songs um with you know my me john john singing i was playing bass um buddy playing guitar buddy playing violin and then one of my best friends playing the drums so we're playing these these tunes um and you know it was like we could do it anyways and just play it and people will come and it'll be awesome. Or we could just tr- turn it into a charity and everyone gives a little bit of money. We donate all the money. Like we don't make a single cent off of it. We just take the money, donate it to something really cool. Um, and I think that was like an obvious answer for us. It was like, why wouldn't we do a charity concert versus just a concert? Um, so we've got pretty good feedback on that. And I think it's also just super cool to, you know, su- support something local, support something that's close to the heart. Totally. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. And we've been working with Fighting Blindness Canada, which like they're like, they've been, you know, present for years. They're, they're, they're like blindness research in Canada. And we, what we were like their number one funder last year. Yeah. Or something like really? that from our, wow. from our, cha- from our charity concerts. That's awesome. Wow. Um, so, you know, it, it's just really cool. It, it makes me feel good. It makes me, I, I, I truly think, uh, we'll probably branch out from it, still do charity concerts, but I want a little bit more say in where the money goes. You know what I mean? It's hard, like, right? We, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Just like, Exactly. Like you said, like, it's hard. Like we donated it to a charity. Right. And they're doing great things. Like it's a, it's a phenomenal charity. It's a cause we care about, but I think like, um, like, especially anything like medicine related, it's like, I know quite a bit about, and I'd like to like put money towards if, if we're going medicine related, like let me choose where it goes. Like I want to give it to people that are going to directly impact what I wanted to impact or we change from medicine all in favor, but I still want to be, I want to be more specific with the money we raise. Totally. Like I want to, I want to take it and give it to a cause that I know like exactly what it's doing. Not that fighting blindness, like fighting blindness is great. And there's no negativity towards that at all. But I want to know like specifically what the money goes for. Yeah, totally. Well, it's, it's weird with, with charities because, um, Again, like you said, like you don't know exactly where the money's going. Uh, there's a lot of overhead that they have with with a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So people get paid salaries and whatever, and then the people that run those charities oftentimes make big salaries, right? And then there's a, I think I don't know how how it works. Um, uh, it's it's a five hundred one c three that you guys started, or, or is it called? Is it like a different? Uh, it's a different code, yeah. Okay. For a nonprofit. So um, I know that there's. Uh, some stipulations that come into play where something like nine percent of the of the earnings have like have to be designated to 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 the the cause. The rest of it can be put basically you can take into to your own pocket, right? Yeah. So 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it, it, exactly. Like whether I know the speculations of fighting blindness Canada or not, I want to be able to take my money and be like a hundred percent goes to this yeah exactly and that's i think our next step moving forward it's like we're going to do another charity i always want it to be a charity concert and i always want to take all the money and put it towards but i just want to be more informed i want to be like this is what we're this is the cause we're fighting and i'm giving all of the money towards it so right i think that's that's the next steps for us but i you know they were I'm glad we helped them out. I glad it was a huge avenue. It, it really helped us and and them as well. So can't complain. We we'll never bring my them down. Them, my issue with them is that it's the same thing that you would get with any any charity that you donate to. Is that you know you do this great thing and we're super proud of ourselves and we do this concert. We raise all this money and we donate it to them. And then you know they're they're just like, all right, let's do it again. Like, yeah, you guys are doing it again next year, right? Right. Are you, are you doing it again in six months? And then they're hounding me to do it again. And it's like, well, no, COVID happened. Like, we did one digitally and we were like, eh, we raised a lot of money in it, but but we just felt that it sucked. We were like, I don't I don't like the no. idea of a Zoom concert. But they want they a digital concert. They kept, they want to really push you to keep doing it because they're expecting that money for next year and then next year and next year. And it's like, I don't want to be part of that rat race. I'd rather just 
like Mark said, you know, maybe we find some sort of university program that's studying oh, something exactly. and we donate it directly to that student so they can continue working we on this. It's it's so, source it out ourselves. What about starting it's, your own charity? Like you know what I mean? What you, that's what they're saying. And that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. But well, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's essentially with what what, what we're gonna do is like yeah. it'll become our own charity and we designate the money to where we feel like I, I'm not doing the research myself, but I'm going to take it and give it to the, the direct researcher, right? not a company that hands it off. And then, you know, maybe we, whatever, I, I don't know any money, but let's say $10,000 by the time it gets to the researcher, he gets 2,500. It's like, no, yeah. no, I want to give him $10,000. Oh, like, so I don't know what, you know, like, like, I don't know the numbers. I don't know what Fighting Blindness takes. They're an amazing company. It has nothing to do with them. They, they do such good stuff for Canada and blindness. But like I, uh, me and John, just being well-informed people and being educated and knowing, you know, what's going on. It's like, I want to choose where the money's going. Yeah, it's definitely. I want to pick the specific avenue of like, this is the person we're going to give it to them. Yeah. They're going to take all of our cash and research with it. And, you know, that's what I like in charities. And I think, so we are going to essentially yet try and become our own charity. Yeah. It's definitely much more important to have uh, control over, over the situation. It gets weird, right? Like, like, like charities, like it's, it's not only, they're not only putting that pressure on you to do it again because they, they want to get that money, but they're like reporting earnings to the government, which is they're, they're getting some kind of thing on the back end because yeah. of that. So if they're not getting those earnings and they can't actually pay their executives or whatever, or they don't get whatever, whatever breaks or whatever the government's giving them, they're like, they're, they're not getting those things again if they're not getting those earnings. And if you're, you're their biggest donor, then yeah, they're coming after you for that, for that concert series yeah. again, for sure. That's, that's a wild thing with charities, man. I don't have anything to say about it because I've never uh, been charitable. I think. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just a very selfish person. I just, I no, it's not even that at all. I just, uh, I, I never got into that field at all, so I yeah. don't know anything about it. But yeah, starting my own charity, yeah. I don't even know what my you know specialty would be. Maybe like a like a ginger cause or something. That's a little low right there. I'm just saying, <laughs> gingers have problems. You guys can't go in the sun for too long, right? I think right? it would be it would be uh, for immigration actually. Billy's a, a okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of my race, but what's up? Yeah. Uh, my 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 dad's my dad's from Cuba, so yeah. he likes to make little fun racist jokes against me. What it's was fine. mine? What was, uh, the one that you, what was uh, the one that you said about me? Uh, that you're d- ginger in denial. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, was it, was it the, the concert series, was it just you guys playing or was it a, uh, like, like a bunch of different bands that were involved? It's just been us. We had, um, we had like a couple of friends play at the, the last live one that we did. And then Mark's first band, um, who like the two, the, the other rest of the band plays with us anyways, but they had a band that they used in, um, that they played in, in uni and, they had a bunch of originals. And so we were like, oh, well, you guys got to open. So you got to play your songs as yeah. an opener. But we are thinking for the next one, whenever that may be, um, it keeps getting seemingly pushed back and back. But we've met so many cool local bands through the podcast now that we're, you know, it would be super easy for us if we wanted to have a couple of opener bands or whatever. The only thing is it's like, <laughs> we're we're so far down now where, Mark and I and and Adam, our drummer, and we can play for like 
five, four or five hours, right? So, and we have so many songs that we want to do. So I'm like, do we really want to bring in an opener and cut back our set no. list? I think we just play for five Yeah, I think we just want to do it ourselves. Oh man, you guys, you guys are wild. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill, are you going? What are you doing? Oh, he's got. A, okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't know what you were doing. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, that's you guys are wild. Five hours straight. You guys want to play? Well, Probably. what? Even our last one, I think we were. Yeah probably up to like three three and a half hours of <laughs> no dude even more than that. sets we start at seven and then we didn't end until like one o'clock we take breaks like every five six songs like we'll take a break oh, i just mean straight here and then yeah. i mean like straight music like we were probably like close to like three hours okay yeah, i like see three hours of like straight music i see okay yeah, yeah. so um, you but you were taking breaks and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, and and our next like what we definitely have way more tunes now. We've been practicing practicing a bunch, but what's cool is like we do like sets where we'll do. We have this all planned though, but we we'll, we do like, okay, we're gonna do a five song Beatles set, and we're gonna go in. We're gonna get dressed up in Beatles gear, like you know, bowl, fake bowl cut wigs, <laughs> yellow glasses. I got myself like a Hoffner bass, oh, fuck yeah. you know, you like come in, do a five song Beatles set, go back, totally change. All right. Now a four song Eagles set. Like we just shred Eagles. And then it's like, we like to keep it mobile. You know, I love that idea. Like we're not going up for like two hours and just like playing a bunch of covers We we try and group it into very specific like oh this is you know then we'll do like a funk set we always have a funk set which is super cool um and and we and we also try and play it out to like how the night's going like we start off what do we want to start with and then it's like yeah obviously we want the funk set late in the night because people are dancing now and it's like you know so it's really fun with that regards we get to not only lay out a set but we're trying to pick out like specific uh genres and place them in because we do everything like we do a country set we do a funk set we do a rock set we like eagles like uh so pretty cool i like i like that stuff that's fucking awesome we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep doing that that's super cool man I like that idea. <laughs> Make a, co- a cover show. A and we got costumes for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it so too, cool. So it's it's like it. every set's like a different tribute set. And then like yeah, you do, it's yeah. like super cool. Uh, how do you guys make uh, rehearsing and all that work with, with you being in Buffalo? Yeah. So I'm, I've recorded like backing tracks per se, like set lists to a click with actual backing tracks. And then I'll record the full song myself. And then, so that's how I practice. And then I'll remove the bass, send it to Mark, and then he can practice through the sets. And then I'll remove the drums, send it to the drummer. He can practice. So digitally, we all have like a, a set list file that we can press and it'll go through all the songs and like the transitions that go between them and how they blend into each other with the hope that when we go to do maybe one or two rehearsals before the show, like we all know our shit. Yeah. And we- <laughs> Yeah, but, but, I but it actually happens. like like <laughs> yeah. it happens. Actually works cool. out. Like I was home the other week, and and what's cool is like it also means we don't need all the members. Like, so I was home the other weekend, and we were like, let's bring all the gear, let's have a jam session. We didn't have a drum, 
uh, okay, put the drums back in. You know, we just like click it, put the drums back in. Uh, and then me, like me and John sat at home. We, we, after the late bourbon hot tub, we played music for like three and a half hours. And it was like, we just jammed every single song front to back. And it was super cool because like, I know them, John knows them. They're two a click track. So it's not like, oh, when are we going to end? It's like, it's so specific. Yeah, I got that you. We like, we're able to nail these covers like pretty, pretty seamlessly, like even not being together. That's like all- we know what to expect and it sounds super cool. And then we're always just surprised when we're with each other and it's like, oh, that sounds way better than like, the cover, the random recording kind of thing. Like it always sounds super cool. Totally. That's awesome. Well, that's a very creative way to, uh, to not only practice like you're playing and your set list, but I mean, on the production side of it, who, who's, who's making the backing tracks? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So you're probably like working out all your editing chops and, and like, oh, just, yeah, totally. That's dope, man. Totally. Dude, yeah. John, everything. John also drums it, basses it, like, John plays every oh, so you instrument. Actually, so you play all the instruments too. Like you're, oh, yeah, you're not just yeah. like admitting the stuff. No, John's like the most talented musician. <laughs> and then we play our parts when where they fill in. Stop. Stop. Stop, Stop <laughs> it. Okay, keep going. Stop <laughs> it. So much. No, so much John, like John creates <laughs> but John creates these backing trackings and they're phenomenal. That's awesome. Like, and then we'll add in like small pieces like from the internet that are like, oh, with this horn yeah, section. I need like a synth or a horn section. You know, whatever we need, we'll we'll find it online and add it in. So, so uh, it, it, it creates pretty cool backing trackings. Have, have you guys thought about uh, creating like a YouTube channel for, for your backing tracks? For karaoke, or for karaoke, or just for, <laughs> or, or or even just like for for people like me, like like sometimes I'll, I'll be like, I'll be working stuff because I, yeah, I do a lot yeah. of practicing, and sometimes I'll be working stuff out, and I don't want to play along to the song, so I'm trying to work it out, oh, shit. and then so I I use backing tracks a lot on YouTube uh, to to specific songs, or even That's just actually a good idea, even That's just a chord progression right there. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Even yeah. ju- even just the chord progressions, I'm trying to like like work out ideas over, you know, learn mm-hmm. how to play over. And then, like, if, but if you look at the plays on those backing tracks, you're talking like in the millions. Some of these, because it, yeah, they, just they, to figure it out. Yeah, you could, do, you could so, do standards and like it'd be like standard uh, uh, maple. Oh, what's it called? God damn it! I'm doing. I can do jazz. Yeah, you don't know shit about jazz. No, Anyways, like one of those songs, uh, and then it'd be like without drums, without bass, without keyboard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's actually it's yeah. actually super helpful. Like that's how I learn. Like John sends me these and he goes without bass, and then I'm like cool like i'll look up how to play it and then i'll put it to the piece right and it's it's much better than like playing it with the bass in the song yeah i don't want to hear i don't want to hear someone else's bass i want to hear my bass yeah it also helps it also forces you to kind of learn the part because you don't have that like you don't have it to lean on when you fuck up so it's like yeah 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 yeah. you know it's like yeah it's 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 actually a good idea this isn't already a thing no people there are um there are backing tracks i'm just saying it is a thing it's no, it's, it's definitely a thing. I'm just saying that it's 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 also one of those things because it's social media that there is no the like the competition is it doesn't really matter. So you guys can like upload your your tracks and still get tons of plays on them and then monetize the whole thing. I don't know. That's my brain always just goes to that shit. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a, yeah. That's but my point. only thing though is that you run into the whole rabbit hole of copyright. That's, right? Like yeah. I don't own the song. Right. So. And even when I've like I've posted covers before or like 
okay, here's me, you know, ripping a solo from an Eagles song and then it gets taken down and copyright flagged and demonetized and you're like, all right. So like, I feel, I think it's a cool idea, but I don't know what hoops you would have to jump through to be able to do that. Cause I feel like I'd put all the effort in and put them online and then they'd get taken down. And I'd be like, "Ah." now that 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 shit's real, bro. And I had a friend and and speaking of the Eagles specifically, uh, they take everything down, everything down. They're mother, they're motherfuckers, man. man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's my favorite band ever, man. That's from the big, and then they just fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Me and John, me and John at the last concert, we love the Eagles. I'm I'm the biggest fan ever. We shredded. Yeah. Absolute shredded Hotel California, <laughs> bro. Like front to back, front to back. John destroys the solos. I, I've got the baseline like pretty slick. It's you a great, know, it's like a, a real, a real clean, a real clean baseline. It's a great like, baseline. Yeah, it's a great baseline. It is a great baseline. Yeah. And it's like, dude, upload it, taken down. Of course. Like, how are we supposed to debut our talent? Yeah, <laughs> bro. They don't yeah. like 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 the Eagles, the, the, like that band specifically. But it, it, they're, they're motherfuckers with that shit. My friend did an entire yeah. like like similar. But it's not the Eagles. It's not no. It's they, not they are, no, no. It's specifically them. Like they are motherfuckers yeah, about it. They, they are. They've they, got people that are, they pay for people to do it. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, get to that in a second. It's not uh, Joe Walsh coming on TV yeah. and deleting saying. us. But, <laughs> no, 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 but it is. But, but, but Joe Walsh can't find YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> sure knows his way around a fretboard though. Uh, no. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Best guitar player ever. Yeah, and a rolled up dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Like the the, uh, the the thing with them specifically is like they're they're like they they're not the ones reaching out on behalf like YouTube or, or they have representation obviously but at the end of the day like they know, they tell the representation what they want so it's so the Eagles yeah specifically are really bad but it's also every band band like pre streaming period because they yeah. they all got a fucking chip on their shoulders about streaming I feel because like it took away so much yeah, of their, yeah, yeah. it took it took away so much of their income. And like they don't, uh, so like for them, it's like no, I'm not even gonna give you the opportunity to split half of your of your uh, royalties on YouTube with me. Nah. It's like it all goes away because fuck you. I feel like it's a it's I a no, but the Eagles are like billionaires. Dude. I know, dude. You don't need my fucking three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying but that's why they broke up was because they couldn't yeah. agree on royalties and rights amongst the band members. They oh, all man. they fucking hate each other. Because of I wrote this song, I should get the credits. It was all about money for them. Uh, That's I didn't why know, they. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They had so many problems because even in the Eagles, like certain people sing different songs and certain guys wrote different songs. Right. And they could never agree on which songs to put on an album and who got paid and who got splits of royalties. Like it's been a constant struggle for the Eagles. That's why we just do fucking twenty five percent across the board, bro. And it doesn't matter who wrote what or who did what. It's like for us, it's just like. We all just get twenty five percent of the song. Yeah, it's like twenty five percent. Doesn't matter how many people are in the band. It's twenty five percent, and then just don't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. See, but, I get a hundred percent of zero dollars. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. It's always divided by zero. Figure that out in a calculator. Yeah. It just says error yeah. real big. Um, have you? Uh, um, kind of not off topic, but I, I I wanted to ask about the podcast real quick because I'm just curious. Um, do, do, have you guys made uh, 
like good connections? Has it helped you guys like professionally and creatively in any in any way? Yeah, I yeah, we've made some super cool connections and friends, and there's people that I talk to all the time through the podcast. Um, the last single that we just released features an artist bread couch who we met through the podcast podcast we reviewed one of his songs like episode five or something or three so collaboratively yeah it's been awesome um i've had some people where i can pitch stuff to them and like throw like throw them a mix and be like yo how does this sound um but yeah that's about it otherwise like we haven't tried to monetize the podcast at all our thing was like if we can get some free shit, like that's cool. Yeah. So we've, we've gotten like, we've done a few sponsors. So the video that came out, nah, that, that whole thing was shot and filmed at um, a recording studio here in Guelph. And so we got all of that time and all of like their support for free just by sponsoring them from an episode. Fuck yeah. And then we also yeah. got some like sweet. Yo, and the straps. We got yeah. these dope custom guitar straps from some dude in the States that makes them out of retired fire hoses. I and he love- the free for for free for sponsoring episode. I hey, love if you that want one, you can use a discount code Biscuit Time. I'm sure it's still so it cool. Biscuit Time. We'll put that right <laughs> at the bottom here. No, best straps there are. Really? Straps. Oh yeah, because they're so like it's a it's a fire hose. Like, dude, it, it's not gonna break on you. It's firm. I have to. And uh, then he'll put whatever logo you want. He'll dye it whatever color you want. He puts whatever. Like it's incredible. I, I have to. Uh, I'm con- I'm contractually obligated to push back on this because I am endorsed by a local strap company here in Jacksonville. Ah. Uh, what if we do a strap swap? Oh, let's do a. Sh- I'm down to a strap sw- I, uh, swap. Can bro. you send us a free strap and we'll send you a free strap? Well, I don't get free straps. I just get them for cheaper. Straps on straps. So we, I don't think we do either. But. Oh yeah, so we could do a swap that. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I could use a strap to start making a keytar. No, you're not doing oh. keytars in the band. You right? have to do a keytar. No, you. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Why won't you let me be Billy Joel? Uh, because you're Billy Begley, and I love Billy Begley. Right? Let me be Billy Joel for. I don't a like Billy Joel that much. Let him. Let him be Billy Joel. <laughs> no, let it be. That's one of my favorite albums by Billy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, Billy Joel's a fun. <laughs> Billy Joel's incredible. He's playing in Buffalo soon. Oh, he oh, yeah. is. Is, is, man, yeah, man. Buffalo has it. insane still, bands coming through. It's still yeah. New York. Yeah. Okay. Empire my bud. We should uh, <laughs> we should try and get uh, Billy Joel to send us free tickets for plugging him on our, on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Please. Yeah. We'll we'll have our people reach out to his people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by uh, our people, I'll send him a message yeah, send him. <laughs> i was hopping his, his dms on instagram real quick like hey bro all right question for you guys yeah best live concert you guys have seen oh, and God. not openers i don't like just the the ones the, the people you've gone for you know what uh what, what, what uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I know, I know it's, one? No, it's not me the same one, but I know what you're gonna say. Uh, uh, okay, so, so I I've got two, and I guess like maybe just because my uh, uh, memory is like a goldfish, and I kind of forget stuff. But so these have been recent. I saw a uh, uh, Thundercat at uh, Ponte Vedra Concert Hall, and it, there's oh. it's like a 500 person cap in there. I'm so jealous. 
But like, okay, so he was incredible. The crowd was god awful. I love him. Was like, he wearing his Detroit jersey? Uh, no, he wasn't wearing a Lions jersey. I I can't remember what he was wearing at all because it was so far away. Because it was one of those shows where like no one's gonna let you get fr- in front because they're like super. He's super popular now, and everybody's just on their cell phones waiting for him to play a do rag. Yeah, the whole time. But yeah. but my favorite part about it is I think he kind of knows that now, and then he was just like, "Fuck all y'all! I'm playing a fucking insane abstract jazz, ridiculous yeah. bass concert the He's whole time." So cool, man. And everybody He's else, the coolest guy ever. Everybody else that was there was just like kind of mad that it was happening, and I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, this is amazing!" <laughs> but. So. But that that was bad. But I think honestly, like one of the best uh, live shows that I've seen besides that one was just recently too. Was the the Wood Brothers? Yeah. And, and I'm not even trying to say like it's Americana for sure. I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. everybody's style. But like that show was perfect from front to back. Yeah, it was also a great experience for us in general because we, we got we we played a, we played that festival. Nothing's with Nothing's better than free. Yeah. It, oh, it, that's cool. And it, <laughs> and it was also the the the, the backstage experience. Free. Yeah. We for free. Yeah, right. Well, we didn't play for free. Uh, anybody who's trying to throw a festival, we're not free. But uh, the, we got to be there and like hang out and shit and like uh, uh, like the backstage, you know, with all, with all the the bands are on there. And then on top of that, the Wood Brothers putting together just such a great show uh, from front to back. Like the songs were flawless and the the it production was just, quality was just I, great. I don't know. Maybe it was the weed, but it was just <laughs> so good. Uh, like, weed? Yeah, I was from uh, a smoke. Oh. Room. Yeah, but it was just really, really good. You smoking that devil's lettuce? Yeah. Billy likes, to, Billy likes to get stoned. He's, he's, a, he's a heathen. What are you going to do? I smoke weed now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? What are your favorite concerts? John, you want to go first? Yeah. It's hard to pick. Like, if I always, like, resort to... And, and same thing... Same thing as you, Billy. Like those smaller atmospheres where it's like 500 people or less, those tend to be the the best and most standout-ish. I saw one my favorite, probably my favorite. I mean, two, I'm not going to say two. Shaky Graves is fucking unreal. I've seen him three times. Hell yeah, Every hell time yeah. has been absolutely mind-blowing. But my absolute favorite artist and band is John Butler Trio. Fuck, oh, I yeah. saw them. I saw them at Massey Hall in Toronto with like 300 people. I was like three people from the front. It was unbelievable and hands down the, the best concert I've ever seen, the most talented guy I've ever seen play live. And he sounds exactly like the, like every album that he's ever made. Bro, he's incredible. I saw him in, in St. So cool. I saw him in St. Louis one time and he absolutely fucking crushed. I saw him. At, yeah. Uh, he's insane. He's really good. He's great, man. I actually, uh, I actually cover, I actually cover his song. Uh, the gov did nothing. Oh yeah, Craig, yeah, yeah! Fucking, fucking love. We used to cover it as a band. We used to do a pretty cool version. That's of it. a good one, man. Yeah, that's a good one. That's cool. Speaking oh, of we Mass- have a John Butler set for the for our next concert. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. What, Three what, songs. Fuck yeah! What songs are they? Daniela, um, Better Man, okay. and Funky Tonight. Hell yeah! It's okay. a good set list. I was and I got a twelve yeah. string, twelve string mic'd up with a two separate pickups on it. So I can blend them both. I pretty much got the same fucking setup. Yeah, we're gonna shred. But there's oh, no man. reason why I shouldn't be just as good as John are y'all, Butler. You're right? gonna dress up like him, like he's uh, has yeah, a shower. Yeah, gonna try and do some like dread. We're just yeah. not gonna shower for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <be> fine. <laughs> That's what I thought. In when fairness, I, saw him. Oh, I am looking into. 
don't know if you know this, but I am actually looking into one of his tactics is he glues on fake nails on his picking hand. Yeah, he does that. And like, I shred hardcore on the 12 string to practice his songs and your fingers get just completely wrecked. Yeah. Like I can't keep fingernails. That or you have to wear those little, like, like you're playing a harp. Yeah, those fake glue plucking nails. Yeah, that's why I would just glue. Oh, those things. No, no, yeah. I'm actually can like considering just for the one show gluing some like acrylic nails on my hands so that I can fucking do that. That'd be as long as we can paint them first. Oh yeah, yeah, it's new style now. Glow in the dark. Yeah. Paint them. Done. Done. Yeah, glow in the dark. What was I gonna say about Massey Hall? Oh yeah. Uh so one of my favorite bands of all time is from Y'all City, is uh Broken Social Scene, and they're about to play like their 20 year. 20-year anniversary of Massey Hall. That's nice. Cool. But uh, I saw them play uh, in the same place where I saw Thundercat about two or three years ago. I remember you going to that. Yeah. It was that, honestly, it was the show wasn't that great, but it was just one of the best days of my life. Uh, seeing like like it, the most like indie rock band of the 2000s, whatever. I think one of my, I think that my, one of my favorite live shows. Yeah. And Tom, what's your, what's your favorite live show? I, I can, I can refer to two, I think also. And I'm going to preface this first one by saying I am not a fish guy. Okay. I'm not, not, not big on fish. However, uh, probably one of the best live experiences because the level of improv jamming that happens, uh, that's like, expert level that nobody can actually reach because it's it's just 30 years of of playing together and having all these different things happening in over the course of 30 years like creatively that they can just fall back into these things and uh they all know where they're going to go next and how interactive it was with the crowd The, the crowd is actually a part of the improv which is just insane to me like it's, I don't know. It was, it was an amazing experience to see that. That's so cool. I've seen a lot of jam bands over the years, and um, uh, they, they, they figured it out. Yeah, you know, that's sick. Um, that's super cool. But probably one of my favorite show, shows I've been to of all time, Bill. You're gonna love this one. Is uh, Dave Matthews Band? Of course, it fucking was. Yeah, Jesus I'm a huge Christ. Dave Matthews fan. Sorry, I know everyone hates that, but uh, that I like him. Uh, oh, you like him? Awesome. Of course, Dave uh, Matthews is the man. Bro, it's so fucking like and live. Oh his my name God. isn't Dave. Or his name is Dave. I don't Matthews. care what his name is. His yeah. name could be Matthew. Yeah, because yeah. name is <laughs> Dave Matthews the band. So fucking talented, bro. Like and like uh Carter Bow for the drummer. Oh my god, man. Just yeah. a, a fucking animal. We've seen them. We saw them. Yeah. Remember they yeah, opened for uh Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, really. We see them. They yeah, we saw them. For Bruce Springsteen, we saw him. It was super cool. Wild, I would kill to fucking see the boss. You kidding me? I saw him when I was in sixth grade. That was a good show, too. My dad. That's so weird thinking of you liking the boss in sixth grade. (laughs) I was was an old man. I'm an old man. Uh, What about you, Mark? What what was your favorite show? Yeah. Do you guys know Shaky Graves? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so I was in Ireland, and I was fortunate enough like once you're over there traveling it's like super cheap right once you're in europe oh, you yeah, can totally. fly anywhere for like 30 dollars, whatever he was coming to ireland and tickets cost 150 dollars. oh my god so i was like that's excessive i don't know if that was the way i look online belgium he's going to belgium tickets cost 15 dollars. what and I was like, what the fuck? So I look up, what's a plane ride to Belgium? $30. And I'm like, 
all right, what's an Airbnb to Belgium? $35. And I'm like, all right, so for like <laughs> significantly less money, I'll just fly to Belgium, have an Airbnb, watch Shaky Grays for the night, and I'll go home. So that's what I did. And that was the best concert of your life? Dude, I went to a Shaky Graves concert. There was, I would say, maybe 20 people there. What? Wow. 20-30 people. I could it's see in that. the Belgium. The heart, heart of Belgium. The like 20-30 people. I could That's see it. that though. It's a hard, I, I, could, I was dude, we me me and Shaky Grace were like drinking beers. We were hanging out. We were talking while he was on stage. That's dope. There was like legitimately 20 people there. And it was like, and I watched this is like the peak of the, his his like albums and I, I watched it live right in front of it. That's amazing. And 90% of the show was when he, you know, like he has a band now and he's got his albums. This was like 90% of the show was him with his kick drum and his guitar. That's awesome. And I sat there in front of him talking to him the whole time. It was a, by far the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. That's awesome, man. Second one in Dublin, probably like 500 people. I saw Ben Howard. Um, Who's, I don't know who Ben Howard is. Me neither, sorry. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's a wicked acoustic guitarist. Oh, my goodness. He does a lot of finger picking. He's really, really good. Okay. It's like a London from, from Europe. Uh, the, the guy's phenomenal. That's, you guys should check him out. Yeah, that's an intro because I don't need to explain anymore. Uh, if you don't know Ben Howard, check him out. He does some incredible finger picking acoustic, and then it blossomed into like a full band spectrum. And I think he's coming like back more to it now. Super cool. Awesome. I'll definitely check that. Yeah, out. Yeah, ben yeah. You got yeah. It's super cool guy. Uh, I'm surprised. Lots of old stuff. He plays in like some really weird tunings, like G, G C G, G G C G gotcha. kind of thing. Like super, like you know, picking tunings. It's it's cool. You'll, you'll like him. Yeah, awesome. you'll like him. Check him out. Check him out. I'll, I'll I saw I saw him play in Dublin, and it was phenomenal. There was like thousands of people, and oh. it was incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, I, got, I definitely got to check him out because I'm really into that kind of stuff. Um, which actually, yeah. I want to I want to uh, take back one of my shows. And there's a show I'll take. Which one are you gonna take back? I'll probably probably Dave Matthews one. Okay, it that's was, fine it was amazing. Me. But uh, do you guys do you know <laughs> do you guys know uh, uh, um, Rodrigo Gabriela? Yeah. I, no. Uh, they're, they're like I a, do. They're like a yeah. They're like a Latin kind of. Uh, um, uh, flamenco thing but a much more aggressive take on the genre it's pretty Dude, it's <laughs> it's so cool it's so cool and i saw them yeah. when i was still living in south florida oh. they were playing at, at the fillmore uh in, in south beach and um i remember there it was like 50 bucks or whatever and none of my like none of my friends knew who they were nobody wanted to come with me so i bought the tickets i bought a ticket for myself and i just drove down to south beach and just watched them and they they had just hired this band like from cuba the, the the band had played with them maybe one or two shows completely like not rehearsed or anything and um 
all of a sudden, like it's just it's a dark room, you know, a big big theater, and like the background music's playing, and then you have uh, like all of a sudden by uh, t- uh, the pot by Tool comes on as background music, and then you hear Ooh. you watch uh, like like the band comes up, it's like the whole uh, horn section, percussion section, they all start to come out, and you're like, okay, this is weird, and then and then you start to see the percussionist starts to play along to the song, and then over the next like the course of the next minute or so. The entire horn section is playing that riff, but up, but up, bump, bump, but up, that whole bass line in, in, in the song. And then before you know it, uh, Gabri- uh, Rodrigo and Gabriella both walk out, and the entire band's out there playing this Latin flamenco version of The Pot so by cool. Tool. It was like, and then so the whole fucking show was, was amazing from beginning to end. So I, I, I want to take cool. back my Dave Matthews show and put that one in there. One of <laughs> that's fine. And that's always acceptable here. All right. Yeah. So lead on question. If you were going to see a band play tomorrow, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. I like that one. Um, any, like, wait, are they like, any, are they, band any band to, ever? To, to, like, or just uh, dead or alive? No, no, dead or alive. Oh my any, God. Any band, if you were going to see one tomorrow, or, well, I don't know, whatever day that you have the next day off. Um, man, I that's such a hard question. Uh, it might be uh, what? What's the fucking side hustle? Uh, side hustle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Uh, the the fuck? Hearst Brothers. Yeah, yeah. the Hearst the Brothers. Brothers yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, obviously, Hearst Brothers first. <laughs> um, fucking. Fortunately, they opened for side hustle. Yeah, they opened so. for uh, them. Yeah, 2022. Our, our, nice. our international yeah. tour, both ways. Strip club tours. Do it. We're doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, yeah, it's a pro and a come on. Yeah, <laughs> what what's the uh, man? I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, uh, the, the, it's, uh, the, the El Elvis. No, no, no the pro, uh, what was the prog band from the '70s with the flautist uh, Ian Anderson? Jeth- Jethro Tull. Yes, Jethro Tull. Jesus Christ, I'd go. I'd probably go see them. Jethro Tull. Definitely. Really? I was just joking. You seriously? That's yeah. That's your band? I'd go see them. Yeah, they're Are you they're, they're, me? they're so amazing, man. I've always wanted to go see uh, the Dead with Jerry. I'd see that show too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And like, and then also, I also want everybody like almost like the coming of Jesus. Like he's gonna return from the dead for one day, and then it's like two to thirty million people at a show. And I want to be at that show. Yeah, that would be an amazing show. Yeah, I go see that show. Yeah, why well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Cool. What about <laughs> yeah, you guys? <laughs> well, you guys, Mark, John, I'm still. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Um, okay, like a million bands. My favorite band of all time is the Eagles. So, like, the peak of that Hotel California, like, series of them, I think that would just be unbelievable. But if I was to choose something more, like, to think about all options, think about everything, I think now I would, I, I want to go see Greta Van Fleet. I've you, seen. You could go see Led Zeppelin, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But... But, but, like, I love Led Zeppelin, and, I like, I also just love Greta Van Fleet's songs. Yeah. I think they're beautiful. I think they've – I know that they're very similar, but, like, I think that the songs that they write are super catchy and super cool, and I like that they're young, and I like that it's exciting music, and I would love to see it live because I think uh, – I don't know his name, but the main singer. Robert like, Plant. Dude, 
Like, dude, no, no. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Robert Plant, the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet. I think yeah. that guy is... Uh, no, who... I, I don't know his name. but dude, they got like, a, He's got a weird name. I know it's That like guy's incredible. And I think that would be a very... Like, and that's why... I, they I, played I, here I, before. I've seen them. Josh. Really? Josh. Dude, <laughs> They they played in Dublin too, and it was like I, I it was too expensive. I couldn't do go see it, dude. Like I think that would be a very cool show because they are people that will go down in history eventually, and I they're early in their career. Yeah, and I would like to see them like absolutely shred a show. It'd be really cool. They're brother are, band. They are so cool. And I would love to see them play. Yeah, they're all they're brothers and like brothers. a friend, and it's like, dude, their music is incredible. Buddy that shreds the guitar is so good. I don't know their names. It'd but, be uh, uh, it'd be really cool if the singer went off did like a cool bluegrass project with Allison. Oh, you know what I mean? And did the whole thing. That's what I'm thinking too. I think it's calling is bluegrass. Okay, that that or <laughs> you guys may or may not know Billy Strings. Yeah, I, yeah, you, I love those. That fucking guy. That fucking guy is the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. he's ridiculous, man. That he, dude's a fucking hands down. So I want to, I want a combo of uh, Greta Van Fleet, Billy Strings. Y'all got to get down to the south. I've seen them both, man. It's, it's like they'll come here all the time. You saw Greta Van Fleet? Yeah, they were at uh, Rockville. Oh, the okay. same day as the Foo Fighters and, and coming. Them. Oh, nice. I know that. I, I want to take. I'm back- just working my way down. I'm in Buffalo now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're just more, in Buffalo. That's like the northernmost city in fucking the United States. But well, hey, you're on, your, start. You're on start. your way. Uh, I, I almost want to take it back. And uh, you know who I'd really want to see? But like almost like, like the Blue Jay listening room or something like that. Fucking Hank Sr., man. I, yeah, I'd see that show. Are you show. kidding me? Hank Williams? Whew. Yeah. Like a whole whole like little spectacle and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd see that And show then also too. get fucking hammered with them. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, yeah there's, there's so, so many. many. All right, all right. If we are, <laughs> if we're adding into the conversation, getting hammered with them after, oh, that yeah. changes my whole perspective. Yeah, I'm not right. talking about Billy Strings. I would maybe like like maybe like Van Halen or something by that point. Fuck yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? I would kill to see Van Halen. I never got to see Van Halen either. Yeah. What about you, uh, or Johnny? What about you, man? I don't know. I'm trying to. It's way too hard. I was like, it'd be cool to see Prince, but oh, then I never. Yes. Like I don't. Yeah. Know, he's got oh. so many songs that I don't even know. I'd still be speechless. You just got. You just got to listen to his first two records. That's all Ooh. you need. Everything else. Everything after his first right. two records sucked. Yeah. What? what, yeah. what and then you know, uh, controversy. That album is like front to back. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a good album. But his first two yeah. records. Anyways. And then uh, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Back in the day when these guys were touring hardcore, that horn section, the horn section, they're all amazing. Yeah, Yeah. it's incredible. But they had a phone booth in the middle of the stage. Yeah. And they, and there was like a giant bowl of cocaine, and they'd be in the middle of a song, and (laughs) dude would just like put the trumpet (laughs) out and go there and like, smash his face in the cocaine <laughs> and come back out all powdered like Tony. and then go right back to play. Yeah, that's and probably right into the horn ever. section. I fuck it. That's yeah. my favorite story ever. Chicago. 
Chicago. Really? Yeah, so dude. These guys old. toured like every day. For, they, I think they're one of the dude. top touring musicians. They toured for like 20 years. And they were that still just opens a whole high. Like you go see The Doors, The Who. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Then you're getting into like pre-death. Yeah, if we're talking about the doors, oh. uh, I would. I mean, I would. I, I'm about to die just thinking about how they partied. Yeah, well, it's Jim Morrison. Oh, he was a dick, though. Well, it's, he, I might, wouldn't he might be it. alive. I though. wouldn't I even know. want so, him anywhere well, near my house. The, the, the jury's still out on I'd whether or not he's dead in. or not, right? Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, well, he's probably. I would now. gladly, if the jury, if he is alive, I would take him into my house. Really, yeah, you're a, you're a wild man. Uh, he'd, he'd be like fucking eight in his eighties right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, yeah. Can't be that yeah. wild. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's got to change some diapers, maybe. But Wolf. Uh, easy, dude. <laughs> easy. easy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, man, there's so many fucking bands. I mean, I'd go see Genesis too. Like, I mean, <gasps> there's like all these. Like, this, yeah, it's Phil hard. Collins is the man. Fucking Peter Gabriel too, man. Like, yeah. I mean, like, oh, it's like just yeah. so, just so many bands. But uh, I'm curious uh, before we move on to the the, uh, the unpopular opinions. Uh, what what was it like coming up in the Toronto scene? Did you, is there like a good uh, music scene there? Yeah, well, we're from like we're from a smaller town outside of Toronto, so we like kind of try to stay away from the city as much as possible. Toronto's massive. Yeah, right? like a lot of people don't. If you haven't been there, you don't understand. Like it is a huge city. Um, like I don't even know how many people. I don't. There's like 35 million people uh, in Toronto or something. Oh, oh, really? Three million. That's like t- 35 10 million. times less. So yeah. somewhere uh, in between that. Hey, Gene, somewhere in the middle out? of that. <laughs> we, we, got, we got Gene looking. I we thought got, we, we got Gene three, on it. Three million. My bad. Three 35 million. is Canada. I thought Canada's 35 million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's 35 million in Toronto is three. Yeah. Almost all of Canada is in Toronto. 2.9. Okay. Yeah. So about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big city. I don't know. It's fucking huge. I hate Toronto. For Canada, it's huge. But we like, we grew up. Playing in our no, it's huge for the states too, man. Yeah, that's it's three yeah, million it's is a, a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Yeah, second largest landmass in the world. All right, the first what, one, North America, right? I think I think Jacksonville is, is the, the, the first. first largest. Yeah. No, first is first is Russia. Second is Canada. Oh, I thought oh, you're talking, country, I thought you're talking cities. City. Sorry, my bad, my bad, yeah. my bad. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Anyways, yeah, but three million, three million is <laughs> a lot of people, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's, good, it's, it's a, it's a good, good size. It's a good size point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anywho, yeah, no, we stay away from Toronto, but uh, like we grew up playing music with like our friends and family, like pretty close knit, pretty local stuff. And then we both went to university of Guelph, which is small, um, smaller city outside of Toronto. And there's a wicked music scene there. Both Mark and I got pretty familiar with like the bars and the pubs and the, and this, like the live music scene there, which isn't, that great but it's it was it's pretty it was cool it was pretty it's, cool yeah you like know, we played we were we were playing you know every every week or every other week in like a pretty cool bar where you're getting like a good hundred people out every night like filling the space um yeah. that's awesome that was it, it was cool it was cool it was a fun spot to play music um people got excited you know and, we, and it, we were we were like super small town bands and people got excited about us. Like it was like, oh, we know, you know, my old band was called the Baczynski Project. And we were like, they were like, oh, the Baczynski Project's playing at Van Gogh's. Let's go to Van Gogh's. Like it was cool. That's it was it, it was a fun spot, even though it's, you know, 
a very small following of like a couple hundred people or a hundred people or whatever, but it was sweet that people were loyal to music there and we had a really good music scene. Oh, that's awesome, man. Were you guys, did you guys have a lot of jam sessions, like a good network of musicians Uh, around there? Dude, so good. Definitely. Good friend groups that were musical and non-musical, but they'd hang out too. And now we're big, like we jam, we have a family cottage that, pre-COVID we go to the cottage and like before COVID we had what 20 like 15 20 people that would regularly come up for weekends and it's just a complete party and then it turned into concerts all the time and jamming and that's just like the most fun ever it's been shit (laughs) since we haven't been able to do it because of COVID you can't have that many people or whatever but we're looking forward to getting back into that scene where we can have a big rager at the cottage for three days straight and play a bunch yeah. of music and man that fucking sounds awesome we should do a, a side hustle hearst brothers i want to go uh, to canada fucking, so fucking bad bro. like you have You're no invited. idea it's fucking it is up it's fucking i want to go bro. i want to go to canada like oh. i've been watching non-stop for the past like month like trailer park boys and letter kenny like and and letter kenny is is based on they're from listool which is like 20 minutes north of me really yeah dude i'm oh yeah yeah. dude the guy grew up like 20 minutes away from us that's fucking snipe sellies boys let's fucking go yeah that's our that's our life (laughs) i i uh i I haven't i haven't been there i I, I haven't been to toronto or like or like or that region anyways but like i've been to i played a a festival in uh, quebec city one time and yeah fell in love with that that whole vibe i love very like artsy and like super cool yeah that's cool and then i've played that's its own country though it's it's so different from the rest of canada yeah i kind of gathered that it is very cool i I played a festival uh the next literally the next month in uh calgary uh, which I know is like much further north than where you guys are at, but like it Other was uh, uh yeah and west yeah, but it's like a whole fucking uh it it was a different vibe, but it was also a really cool city in its own right. You know what I mean? Uh, and the the I don't know, I just I really enjoyed playing um uh Calgary as well because it was like the musicians and like the people there were so much more inviting. I felt like it was just a very uh, I don't know, people were like just down with with yeah, art and shit. Cool. It was cool. Canadians, man. Canadians are cool people. Like yeah. we generally are. If you come to Canada though, there's like two things you come for. You either go to the West Coast and you go to Vancouver to like British Columbia, which is absolutely beautiful. Like stunning landscapes, just the coolest place ever, which we go to fairly frequently. We love it there. Or you come see the Hearst Brothers at the cottage. I love That's, it. It's basically yeah. it. Like, fuck cottage country. Features, I'm in man. for the cottage. Fuck yeah, do yeah. it. Some people would say Niagara Falls. That's bullshit. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> will. But, but, uh, but you guys, you, you guys do have a better v- or, uh, uh, view on, on the Canadian side than we do in, in, on the American side. I will say that much. Oh, of yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Also, Niagara Falls in general, like the city in Canada, is like a nice place to go. Yeah, totally. Niagara Falls in Buffalo. Is a dump. It's not a nice place. It's a fucking. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's a fucking uh, dump. I, I, yeah. I, I've, yeah. I've driven through there, man. I was kind of scared. Yeah, Niagara it's Falls not where Ontario. you want to be driving. Is it's there's the one little strip that's nice. There's like the Clifton Hill, which is your touristy area with right. the casinos and shit. Everywhere else in Niagara is a fu- is the same shit. It's just oh, motels yeah. and strip clubs and and 
yeah, fucking run down by the Hells Angels. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. Bro, we you can hit off like seven different locations <laughs> on one street. One night. Yeah, one yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys can you know what man sounds uh, like daytona yeah <laughs> well we'll finish in daytona with a nice little string oh, for of five, don't make me go back uh, there, man. <laughs> we start where we end yeah <laughs> Niagara to daytona. oh my god that's uh, a good fucking album name without a doubt. <laughs> well, that's what we'll call the tour Niagara, Niagara to, to daytona, daytona yeah. in every strip club on the east coast <laughs> um <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I think we should move on to our yeah. last segment, the unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Yeah. So uh, we all have uh, unpopular opinions, and we save the guests for last. Uh, but uh, that's all right. that's all it is. Just one a piece. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? Oh yeah, I'll go first. Um, I don't uh, hate the streaming platforms. You don't hate the streaming platforms uh, like Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music. I don't. I don't hate them. Why? Why would anybody hate them? Oh, a lot of people hate them. A lot of mu- like a lot of artists hate them. Oh, you mean to like make money off? Yeah. Of? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my unpopular opinion. Well, hmm. I mean, I I really think it's awful because <laughs> you spend ten dollars a month, and I like the number one uh, artist is the one who gets that ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to Justin Bieber or Adele, but they get my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Most Def gets my money. Yeah, now, for at least this month, anyway. Yeah, so maybe Mac DeMarco gets my money. Yeah, but uh, or should Mac be getting. Mac DeMarco deserves it. Yeah, he's amazing. He's yeah. one of the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, indie, 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 indie rock. Uh, whatever I you want to call him. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. Prince, he's the... man. Yeah, any of them, but I, I hate just like it, it's almost like a. A, a charity that's broken, like we talked about earlier, that it's just, it's not, you don't get to choose where it goes to. Yeah. It fucking sucks. I know. But there's so much more in the artist's control nowadays, I think, uh, as far as means and, and uh, you know, just, I just, just the amount of what you can do with, with, with your music and the creative uh, ability and control that we have nowadays, I think, is so much more than what it was uh, 30 years ago, 20 years ago even, and it comes at a cost. But I think that having multiple mediums to spread your music across uh, and then using the, the tools and the resources that we have accessible now at our, at our fingertips versus having gatekeepers 20 years ago that, that decided whether or not you get your music ever gets heard. You know what I mean? I think, I think it's a much better platform. And I also think that what you're mad at is not the streaming companies. It is the uh, the royalty uh, collection ag- agencies yeah, like ASCAP and BMI that are signing those contracts and saying, "Yeah, we'll give you all of our music for but ten dollars a month." If it didn't exist, then you would have to still go to the CD Central or Fye and buy a CD. Yeah, but 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 you don't have distribution through those companies because you need distribution through a label back then. Sure. Right. So then your music doesn't get heard at all. Sure. Yeah. Or unless you get to a DJ and have them spin it at a club somewhere. Yeah. It's just like I I I don't hate the streaming platforms. I just think that the internet can exist and we can do it that way and then get rid of that streaming platform and then everybody would make money. They're working on that right now and and the social just media platforms. Spotify. The, the social media platforms are a much more profitable way to go than streaming for sure yeah and and it's moving towards what that way it? but what do you guys think though yeah. curious I, I i agree with you like i don't hate them from an artist's perspective i just don't like the fact that you got to pay like that i i think that's stupid because it's like, if i wanted to listen to music for free i could just go on youtube and listen to music for free but yet i'm stuck like everybody else with my thumb up my ass paying ten dollars a fucking month so that i can have my collection on my phone or whatever it's just like 
Well, in today's day and age, like, why do we have to pay? These fuckers are making enough money off advertisements and other bullshit. Like, right. Yeah. And then it's like Netflix. They'll just hike it up just a little bit, like every year. Like, oh, no, yeah, 50 cents a dollar. And then eventually, like, why am I paying 20 fucking (laughs) bucks a month for Spotify? Right. Like, I don't don't know. I don't pay any of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's $20 to buy an album and then you have it for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. That's the way that it should be. 100%. No, yeah, yeah. That's the way it should be. Or, dude, like, someone just needs to pay them because I'm going to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I, uh, like, where, do, where does that come in? You know what I mean? Like, where It's does, all free where does now. That it's all in? fucked now. It's all free. I basically. can watch any music on YouTube, any music video for free. Where, where the artist needs to get paid in a different uh, way. Yeah, well, we, we do get we, we do. I think that we do get paid in a lot of different ways now, and that's that's yeah. the thing that I'm talking. That's yeah. the thing I'm saying is that like, you know, back twenty the videos. years, yeah, the, the like the videos and like the and the, the the ad revenue that can come in from that, and there's all kinds of endorsement, sponsorship stuff that can come with that. Hopefully, it translates to ticket sales. I mean, there's a bunch of ways that that, that that this all that where the cash manifests itself. But ultimately, for me. I think that a lot of people hate on the streaming platforms, and I don't think that uh, I don't know. It's like I'm I'm all about the adapter die kind of mentality, where it's like you can yeah. you can either yeah. you can yeah. adapt to the changes and and, and figure out the oh, next yeah. move, totally. or you can kind of like hang on the past and be like, well, you know, twenty bucks for and you had that record for, for the rest of your life, and well, it's like that's the way it no should one be. Buys it. It's like yeah, but that's just not the way that it is. The anymore, only reason so. why Spotify exists, in my I'm opinion, is because the RIAA was fucking sick of people downloading music for free. Yeah, totally. That's the only so reason. It's, why. But that, that but that that was that was the solution to the problem. I understand. Now we have a new problem. Now let's find a solution to that problem. That is, that's and that, but now no, the solu- I'm with you though. And now the solution. Adopt or die. Exactly. Now, now the solution to the problem no is on us media. to solve. It's on us to solve it's now. No longer on the record all, companies to it's solve. Literally every. Everybody has to have vinyl records. That's the only way you can listen to it. That'd be dope. Ever. Anyways, uh, your your unpopular opinion. My unpopular opinion. I wrote this down, and it looks because I write in cursive. It looks like it's like a. Why do you write? In, oh, you went to private school. I forgot we, we talked about this. Already. I learned it in third grade. I don't know what they were teaching me in, in Miami. There you, you go. You do. Yeah. Sorry. I do. All right. Did you go to private school also? No. Oh. I I didn't Whoops. learn this. In private school. <laughs> I only went to private school for two just years. Just looks nice, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. Nice it, writing, it does look nice. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, 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 you send someone a letter in cursive. Maybe it that's more. That's a good unpopular opinion. Cursive is still relevant. It's, yeah. it's yeah, not what? anymore. A highly unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but this is it's well, not really an opinion, but I I, I think it would be hilarious. So I'm gonna say it anyways. Okay. I want to be able to remove likes on Instagram. And if you get like if you get enough likes on a post, you can use all of them to remove likes on a post as if it were currency. Ooh, it's a good episode of a uh, uh, Black Mirror kind of like that, the rating scale. Yeah, I, I I think so, like a little bit like that. Yeah. But I think that would be amazing. Just just on Instagram, it's, it's like somehow you got a little bit of clout and you got twenty thousand likes on a post. You could just go to like somebody who's like. Oh my god! Look at my boobs or whatever, and be like, "Yeah, all your posts are gone. All your likes are gone." Yeah. Do you know why that's not really an, an unpopular opinion? Why is that? Because like five people have thought of that before, so it's not even a popular thought to be an opinion in anybody's mind. So it is unpopular. It's yeah, I guess it is unpopular. Do you want to like <laughs> if, if you'd like? Uh, I know they're medium rare right now, but I can cook yeah. them for longer if you'd like to eat your words. Well done. <laughs> Ooh, you fucking asshole. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't didn't know. Instagram do that though? They they used to show like the number of likes, right? And yeah. now it doesn't. Like now you can only see it if you like click on it and then yeah, you yeah, scroll yeah. and count them or whatever. Uh, or yeah. I, I almost want it to be like Chuck E. Cheese tickets and be like, I don't know if you have that in Canada, but uh, uh, oh, yeah. fucking, well, we do. You do? You got Jesus Chuck E. Cheese? Christ, Bill. He's from Kentucky. I'm sorry, guys. Born and raised. Want to fight about it? Secondly, I'm about to. I was. Fight about I was. It. I, I want to be have enough likes to delete a post. <laughs> Is what I'm trying you to say. You can delete a post on Instagram. I'm trying to delete somebody else's oh, post. Okay. <laughs> Be I like, just, no, I got 300. Just like you deleted that kid from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, he's a little weird. He's not allowed Fucking, on, on parks We anymore. lost him in the ball pit, but our life is still going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah move on, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. That, I, I, I kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on it either way. So I don't. I haven't had any time to think about and, that. And like no I said, no one's thought about that. It's not. So. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. It's not an opinion. Yeah. But you know, I felt like saying it. So what are you gonna do? All right. Well, that's <laughs> hey, it is. <laughs> How about you guys? What do you got? John, go for it. I I wrote a bunch down, but I'm trying to think the most relevant. But. I'm going to stick with the music theme. My unpopular opinion is that new hip hop absolutely sucks. Yeah. Um, um, and it's not lyrical at all. It's all just focused on the beat. And then you get all these fucking mumble rappers. And I think every single one of them absolutely sucks. Um, I would agree with you. The only pushback, the only pushback that you'll get from me on that is that I don't, I don't, I won't even call it hip hop. Yeah, I yeah, just, well, it's pop music, just like mumble rap yeah. pop music. That's pop. Like, like, yeah, like just that. All those music. fucking rappers that just auto tune and they just fucking mumble into the mic. It's like you are completely talentless and you suck. It's it's. That's my, I, we we talked about this recently, actually, um, with uh, forget, with, with who, but uh, it's it's like if you can just. Yeah, I don't even know the, the right analogy. It's possibly the worst thing that's ever been created, and I'm not just I'm not just saying that as like as like that's true as somebody who's uh, stuck in their ways. I'm like we just talked about the adapter die thing. I'm all about it. However, this can just die, right? Yeah. We don't have to adapt to mumble rap. It's I a terrible thing. No, end it. Yeah, like, it's no gotta go. No one adapted to jazz. It just died too. No, jazz is still relevant. And jazz is amazing. Jazz yeah. is, uh, it's 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 the foundation of America. Uh, it's the foundation of of Ameri- of Western culture Blues. musically, anyways. Uh, Keep going. Anyways, this guy doesn't know anything about anything. I don't. But um, yeah, I agree with you. Mumble rap sucks. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I don't think yeah, that's unpopular. Popular? No, no, it is so popular. Well, yeah, that's true. Though, like, yeah. it's, I think millennials push it, and like the younger generation, they're really into that stuff. And I'm like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I think most of us in our generation are like, yeah, yeah no, we don't get it. It's stupid. But I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with millennials in that sense. Like, you guys have a really shitty taste of music. Yeah, I mean, the, the, but there's also yeah there. There's a there's a lot that comes a lot of good that comes with with this generation as well, but there's within that that you know that wide net that's casted. There's a lot of shit that comes yeah. with it, and I think there there's a lot of great new music being put out. Uh, mumble rap is just kind of like that fucking algae that the net scoops up. It's just you no, know, we don't need it. Let's take the tuna. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to listen to more mumble rap. No, you don't. No, I just need to. I I haven't gotten it like an example. It doesn't like like it's just whatever you hear on the radio. That that's it. Like that's all you need to know. Like the song Panda is probably one of the worst songs ever. Listen to that one. Also, OxyContin 
is another one. That's a good trash. one. Oh my god, it's got to be the worst music oh ever created. I'm with you. Uh, well, hang on. <laughs> yeah, where are you going, Mark? It's your turn. I think we might. <laughs> Mark's like, I'm out, bro. That's his unpopular opinion. I'm gonna take a piss in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we He's can't. Been into we, the bourbon. I'll tell you my second. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's do a second one. <laughs> Fuck it. Which is, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys watch. Ever watch those the, like fucking talent shows, like America's Got Talent? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're all like that. They, I, this, I don't know. Maybe this is not unpopular, but they should fucking remove all backstories. Yeah. Yes. Thank like you. completely fucking remove it because it is not a talent show. It is a, a fucking sop story. It is. I don't give that. a fuck if you're yeah. sick. I don't care if you're dying. I don't care if you your fucking great uncle did some like I just don't fucking care. I just watch <laughs> it for the talent. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Bro, but I I They got to fill time, man. That's not even that, man. You don't it, think so? No, because it it, it it gets people to buy in. People like that it, pathos. They do, and I I hate it. I'm I'm with you 100%. <laughs> like we like we watch uh, uh I watch The Voice, my girlfriend and I watch The Voice. Uh, yeah. And and like I, I get like the, like the like the talent stuff of it, I, I can kind of you know buy into it for that. But then sure. when, they, when they start getting into the, into the to the the sob story stuff, I start to roll my eyes. My girlfriend gets so mad at me, and she's a musician too. She's a very talented singer, but like she but she buys into the to to, to, to the sob story stuff. I'm just like, bro, yeah, we don't need to fucking hear it. Like I want to no. watch you try and sing a song in front of. Uh, all these people and get judged for it. That's what I want to watch happen they're, right now. Sure. They're trying to relate, like man. If you apply to one of those songs, they must just be like, so what hardships have you been through? Exactly. Like, what kind of shit you got going on? You're like, no, oh, nothing. Like I'm a pretty like normal person. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. No, no. You're, you're not on the show. You have like, you know, you're gonna die. Yeah. So let's go with that. Let's dig well, up. My, let's. Well, well, we we can we can dig up some childhood yeah. trauma. Maybe you maybe you had a fucking roach yeah, or peanut butter you, once. I don't know. So we'll figure thing. something out. <laughs> For sure. Your great aunt choked on a peanut and she died, and we're that's what we're gonna fucking go with. Yeah, exactly. I never even knew her. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> really close. Go to with her. it. <laughs> really? She's actually your best friend, your mentor. Yeah, I love it. I love no, it. I'm afraid of peanuts, and all I sing is Randy Newman. That's why I'm on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Randy Newman. Do you imagine a Randy Newman tribute set? Yeah, the Hearst Brothers idea. Oh my so. god! I'll, I'll be your creative director, guys. Don't worry about if it. If you played it, I'm, I'm telling you. First off, like you would have a friend. He will man. come. You done? Uh, <laughs> Just do uh, Randy Newman puns. Oh my yeah. god! What an awful fucking thing. Uh, but so but short short people have no reason. It's gotta be his best short fucking reason. song ever. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no reason to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bro, yeah, like what that was a pretty. That was song. pretty talk, good. Talk, talk about super bold. Talk about a song that could not be made today. You know what I mean? Yeah, short people have no reason to live. <laughs> yeah, that's bro. true. Uh, all right, uh, Mark. Um, by the up. way, I could, I, we could hear you peeing in the background. Just wanted to let you know. Uh, oh, second, <laughs> yeah, it was a firm stream. It's a, <laughs> it's a firm stream. It's a good band name. It's a good aesthetic. I, I like it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. What's your Thank unpopular? You. What's your unpopular opinion? All right, I'm I'm taking us away from music. That's fine. And I am going to say and ask your guys' opinion. Unpopular opinion: Can you be friends with your ex? No. Oh. Ooh. There's no, no way. Yeah. Uh, Let's hear it. Not, not, not. It, yeah, not unless she comes be, out as gay. That's the only. No, that's the only time. I, 
I, <laughs> Seriously, that's the only time. I think that uh, here's what I'll say is that it's it's never an all or nothing thing. I think that you can be, but it's never purely p- uh, platonic after that. You get yeah. me? Like, like there's going to be a scenario in which something can happen again, whether you break up with your current person or, or uh, you know, what, like anything like it's, it's never, it's never off the table is all I'm saying, you know? Exactly. It's off the table for me, but that that's why there's no, that's not even why it's just like, no, I don't think you can ever be like good. I think it's weird if someone's like, I'm, su- oh, yeah, I'm really close with my ex. Like we hang out all the time and go for brunch. That's I'm like, and try explaining some- that to your new girlfriend. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking weird. Like, yeah. like, like if you are friends with fucking them, weird. if you are friends with them, it's never, it's never purely platonic. You're either not friends with them and have no communication uh, or, or as much as you need to, depending on uh, like, you know, wait, children wait, wait. or whatever, hey. or you're friends with them and the, and like hooking up is just, it's never completely off the table. It's never purely platonic is all I'm saying. Well, you you know? can still be yeah. friends and hook up. That's friends with benefits. Yeah. It's, it's a new thing that the but, kids but are doing. Hey, not- uh, but what did, what did Mark <laughs> say that, uh, uh, that you can or you cannot be friends with your ex? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I was asking because oh. my personal opinion is absolutely not. Um, I've had, I only have one ex and I, I, from day one breakup, never talked to her again. It's like, why would I bother? Why don't put myself through that again? Right. Cause there's you, enough people in the world that I'll just chat to other good well, people. I have, now, now I have an amazing girlfriend. It's like, why would I, why would I even think about the last girlfriend? I move on instantly. You can't be friends with your ex because you're always going to want to hook up with them. Exactly. There's, that's that's, like, it's like, n- there's it's n- a sexual tension that exists. Exactly. You can't be friends and not have the sexual tension unless they became gay. If she was that's all about sudden, it. like, I'm, I'm a lesbian, you. I'd be like, great. You, you're welcome to party with us. We're not even sexually tied. Bring your girlfriend. That's the only way. Yeah, bring your girlfriend. I'll yeah, just watch girl. you guys vicariously. Or, or that is okay. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. One other uh, caveat is that is if you were married and you had kids together, then you 100% could just be friends. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only other. That's story. the only one. That's a different story. That, that, that was, because I totally get that. that. That was my caveat when I was saying, like, like depending on the situation, like if you're if you have kids or something, then yeah, you can, be, but it's still never off the table. Is all I'm saying it's never purely platonic. After the no, I, I think I think in that situation it it, it can't be off the table. I don't think because so. you saw what happened when you did. Does you it, have sex? You have fuck trophies. We're still, you know, people for, for, for <laughs> fuck trophies. Fuck trophies. Yeah. For as <laughs> for as uh, uh, smart as we can be, and as cerebral as we are compared to cerebral. other animals. We're still uh, a slave, somewhat to our physical uh, impulses. I think so. I I, 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 we're I, all so, animals. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so I don't think that uh, it's ever fully off the table. If you have a relationship no. with an ex, whether it's a wife or a girlfriend uh, or whatever it might be, like if you have children, doesn't matter the scenario. It, it's never off the table ever. No. One one Americana leads to the next. Yeah, <laughs> one Americana. <laughs> That's, yes. just, that's what gets I me mean, going. If you get a fucking Tom Petty, you're going to get a Bruce Springsteen, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Yeah, this is a lot man. of fun. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. You guys 
Thank you. What a, fucking crazy technology. I'm just talking to a couple of boys from Canada right now. This is crazy. Yeah, just, yeah, it's it's wild. Remember man. 20 years ago when we were playing Goldeneye? Yeah, I do remember that actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably against us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they had fucking online calls tonight, but whatever, man. Yeah, if that existed, it would have been against us. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this, this this is an awesome conversation, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time and be on the show. And um, yeah, if you, if there's ever an opportunity where uh, we can work together creatively, let's make something oh. happen. Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Or if you guys let's have, make a song. I'm I'm fucking down. Yeah. I love doing that kind of stuff. I want to come to the cottage, man. Like more than anything, I just want to fucking live in Canada. Like that's the <laughs> You're end. You're invited. Of it. I can't You're wait already to get uninvited. I have Canadian friends now. This is amazing. Um, also, uh, uh, if you guys ever want to review a side hustle song, let's yeah, we can make that happen we'll, too. We'll do that. hundred percent. Let's do it. Fuck Doug. Just sent. Well, I can't listen Fuck to Doug. it because <laughs> it's like I'm either gonna listen to it and then be like, well. I, it, it can't be on the show if I've already heard it. Yeah, I mean, bro, I will. We'll take. Tell it. us which one you want on the show, and I won't listen to that one. And then I'll that listen to the rest. Of it. All right, well, we'll, we'll uh, and, I, and I'm cool with it with a sixty with a sixty biscuit rating or something. You know what I mean? Like if that's yeah. what it is, all right. that's what it is. Um, all right, guys, make sure you check out uh, the, uh, the the Hearst Brothers new po- or not new, but their podcast, new music review podcast. Also, check out their new album dropping February first. Uh, Groove Town, yeah. cool. new singles, Lakeside and Nah are out on all platforms currently. Um, am I missing anything? No, you nailed it. So fuck yeah, it. Man. Follow these Go guys, got and just you know keep up. It's an awesome conversation, guys. Thank Follow you so much for being fuckers. with us. You guys <laughs> do. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. Adios, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Adios, Boys. muchachos. Peace out. Thank Take you guys care. for having us, man.